all guys gals and non-binary pals welcome to the newest episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast brought to you on youtube on spotify on google and apple podcasts i'm austin i'm a knockout watched a lot of wrestling i'm david i'm a noob haven't watched nearly as much wrestling and i'm sorry claire lynch is what she's a what i i i cannot emphasize enough that i am still so shell-shocked by this what yes we are so back and it is time and we are so back to 2012 with the the new year and by the new year i mean the old year of 2012 right the new year of 2012 that's right claire lynch the arc of the decade and many people are saying that And although, although the dirt sheets were calling it the arc of the decade, Meltzer knew that it was only 2012 and there were seven more years to go. It's it's amazing to think about how, if you were watching WWE, this is when we were in the peak of the love square of AJ Lee. AJ Lee is kissing everybody. And then you turn on to impact and it's, AJ AJ Styles what? and Dixie Carter are having an affair, except they're not. It's they're helping their drug dealer friend. Uh, my name is Claire Lynch, and I'm an addict. And then you hop over to Raw, and it's it's fucking. I like crazy chicks. Thank you, Phil. Yeah, and it's we, yeah, it's, I like crazy chicks and and clear trauma. Clear trauma being played is like quirky mental illness. Yeah, we should have we should have gotten uh, we should have gotten CM Punk over to over to TNA have a real crossover and and uh, you know he's so into crazy chicks welcome with Claire or something I don't he know, starts he restarts the Straight Edge Society and Claire Lynch is the <laughs> first member Punk I need you oh oh, oh boy God. yeah so last time we were here let's go over the June twenty first twenty twelve episode of Impact. Uh, it opened with Hulk Hogan asking Austin Aries for his decision. Is he going to give up the X division title for a shot at Bobby Roode? Or is he going to keep the X division title like a little baby bitch? That <laughs> is roughly what Hogan said. That's that's, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said, actually. And Austin Aries came down to the ring and he's like, I came up with a third way, <laughs> an option C. <laughs> And Hogan's See. like, whoa, 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 brother. I laid out those options very clear, dude. A and B, dude. <laughs> but then Aries' option C was, what if I gave up the title and then we did that every year? <laughs> and Hulk Hogan said, that's brilliant. Uh, that was my idea. Uh, and we're doing it now. No All take right, backs brother. Up. The birth of option C, where every year at Destination X or these days, whenever they don't do it, I don't think it's glorified money in the bank, but it's also a belt. You can give up the X Division Championship for a shot at the world title. Yeah, we we talked we talked about this on the last episode, but I feel the need to really really emphasize they turned. The X-Division title, which was one of the more iconic things that TNA <laughs> had, slash still has, going for it. You know, it's technically just a cruiserweight belt, but, you know, it's got a certain zhuzh to it. 
And they said, what if we just turn this into a glorified money in the fucking bank? Really, really think about that. Really, guys, guys, I, I see you not think, thinking, think, think, think about it. Think about it. It's so funny, too, because, like, initially they set up with this gimmick idea that it has to be at Destination X. It almost becomes, like, the gimmick of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. Except, and then, though, they do that for four years, and then it's not until the reboot to Impact where they change that to be kind of seemingly whenever as the next three guys to cash in. That would be Brian Cage in 2019, Josh Alexander oh. in 2021, and Frankie Kazarian at 2022. They did not cash in at Destination X. Uh, they cashed in at Homecoming, Bound for Glory, and Overdrive. Yes. Again, I don't, I don't, why, why are they? And I don't I even do think understand. there's like a reason now. Why oh, good. people don't do that more often? Like now that it's been broken away from like it's because it, you got to do it at Destination X. Do it Destination X. Right. That was. I, now I don't think we even have a reason why. Then why can't you just keep do? Why can't you just immediately go cash in? Why? Well, that is fucking unfortunate. Yeah, uh, I this this baffles me like as like legitimately as as the fact that they're still doing this like this wasn't like th like this was in the wilderness years. We have fucking Hogan and is Bischoff here too in I think Bischoff is on his way out if not okay. already pretty much gone. But Okay, but either Hogan way is like still this, here. This is in like the weird years of like impact where they also thought Claire Lynch was a good idea, but they're still doing it and they have done nothing to improve it. In fact, they've actively made it worse. And I don't, I don't get why they're do why they still do this to the X division title. It's, it's baffling. This is one of the most baffling like booking decisions in wrestling to me is like, why, yeah. why do you do this? Anyway. The only real thing now is that now the X division title is the literally number two, like the number two comp, the only secondary men's title that is for men because digital media is intergender. And then nice. it's just the tag belts and then the knockouts belts. Cause like at this point in time, it, you know, they got the TV title for theoretically non flippy boys and the X division belt for the flippy boys <laughs> but, and the social media uh, and the social media belt for uh, the zoomers. <laughs> yeah. that I don't want to get into that right now. I don't want to get into the fact that Tommy dreamer is holding a belt in TNA now because uh, of that thing. Don't want to get into that. Um, uh, anyway, We'll get into it at the end when we talk about modern wrestling. Cool. <laughs> and TNA hard to kill. Hey, um, fuck. But, you know, at this point, it, you know, I think that's the real reason they don't do option C very much because it is now the just the number two belt in the company. So it's like. So, we, yeah. So let's not do this thing that actively devalues our number two men's only belt. Yeah, it's like it's now used. Now they only do it when they have like, and they want an excuse to get to a match they want to do. Like they did sure. it as an excuse to do K Brian Cage versus Johnny Mundo. Then they did it ah, to do. Ha, ha, okay, that's good. 
Josh Alexander versus Christian Cage. And then they did it for Frankie Kazarian versus Josh Alexander. Those are all pretty fucking cool matches to have, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But also still, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Bobby Roode comes down to the ring and gets real mad about the idea that Austin Aries is going to challenge him for the X Division title. It is open fight night, bitch. So, you know, Aries tries to fight Roode. They brawl a bit. Then then they get broken up. And then Mr. Anderson comes out and is like, I don't give a shit about which one of you wins the belt because I'm winning the BFG series. And so it doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, and then this on this episode of Open Fight Night, which for those of you who didn't listen to our last episode, this is a gimmick that they introduced with Hogan's era where every month... There was one episode of Impact where you where you, all matches are made by you just going out to the ring, calling somebody out, and then they are contractually obligated to, to wrestle you right then and Wait, there. No, this is a monthly thing. Holy shit. Yeah, they did it every month. Oh, that's open fight night. Terrible. That's, oh, that's fucking exhausting. It is. It's so exhausting of a gimmick to do every oh my God. single month. Well, that just became ten times funnier. Okay, fuck. Yeah, but this episode, they combine the open fight night concept with the Bound with... for Glory series concept, which is basically the G1, but way more complicated. And the, the so now complicated all, tournament so now ever... all the open challenges are just BFG people challenging each other. Yeah, it's, it's the most weird fucking use. Oh my God. 2012 TNA was cooking, and by cooking, I mean, I don't know, putting up a fucking conspiracy board of booking ideas. Holy shit. They were cooking, but it was meth. <laughs> there we go. There's the analogy. Nice one. <laughs> hey, anyway, well, hey, Claire Lynch. Huh? Anyway, first match was Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Anderson challenging christopher daniels because he dared to try to destroy a man's family uh anderson anderson uh fighting christopher daniels and christopher daniels appletini yes yep anyway anderson also these matches all have like a 10 minute time limit or something 10 15 yeah. minutes Sprint, something really no, 10 it was a 10 Sprint it was boys. 10 okay it's 10 minute time limit Anderson wins by seven by pinfall and gets seven points. We will cycle back to the points thing in a minute. Yeah. Um, we get a throughout the night, we get Brooke Hogan sitting in her daddy's office to talk business with the knockouts division to figure out who's going to get a title match tonight with Miss Tessmacher. Uh, it's all kind of dumb. Uh, it's, really it's mostly Brooke. Honestly, Brooke spends the whole time just being mad at anyone who has any significant others. Like, yeah. she, gets, she kicks Madison out because Madison has got a crush that she's focusing on. <laughs> she, Brooke's like, my daddy told me to make your make your work your boyfriend. <laughs> I don't want her have, having any boyfriends, dude. <laughs> Hogan knows best the entire series. <laughs> I can't I can't wait to finally cover Hogan knows best. 
and to just like have that be like a take a shot every time Hogan tell discourages Brooke from ever like looking at another man ever. Yep. Uh anyway, well, and then Robbie E comes to the ring and he's like, I'm not scared of anybody. I'll take anybody on. Anyone who wants to fight me. And so Kurt Angle's like, Well, all right. I mean, you guys comes and sits on him. He squashes him, wins by submission for 10 points. 10 points. The stupidest. Oh, yeah. Submissions get you. We'll be back to that later. Uh, Stupid. Also, on this episode of Open Fight Night, they have admittedly been like pairing these gimmick up through one of the few months of TNA I've watched, where it's like the gut check stuff will always also happen on the BFG and not the open, it's not the BFG, the Open Fight Night episode interesting but anyway we get tonight's gut check contestant that's a gimmick that tna had where a rookie would have a match and on then TV. Well, a tryout on match on the TV. next week uh, yeah tryout match on tv and then next the next week this episode that we're gonna watch a panel of re of judges will force shoots <laughs> decide whether or not they get a contract well not just a panel of judges though uh also all of you at home on social media but mostly the judges it's all down to the three votes of the judges and those judges are taz Taz. bruce pritchard and al snow (laughs) the three most normal men in all of pro wrestling right so taylor hendricks had a mat has had wrestle as the gut check contestant. She's really just talking about how she loves wrestling and she had to overcome cancer at the cancer. age of 21. That's you know, it. She was being so dramatic about it at 21. You know, she's mm-hmm. so happy that uh, she's out of those woods now and, uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 and has perspective to know that cancer is not in fact a big deal, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Magnus, the future Nick Aldis uh, <laughs> comes out. To be like, I'm not. I ha- I love me some women, but I'm no home wrecker. So get out of here, AJ. And then he meets yeah. AJ Styles. Waka waka. AJ's waka. head isn't in the game, brother. Ah, Nick Aldis is married to Mickey James. That's interesting. Yeah, the current SmackDown general manager. Yes, is married to Mickey James. I keep forgetting he's the SmackDown GM. That's so fucking wild. He is now. His job is to is to make paul Heyman's day worse which honestly (laughs) that's uh always a fun time i'm sure it's a fun dynamic anyway yeah then the gut check challenge taylor hendrix versus tara long time knockout obviously tara wins no nobody ever wins their tryout match um in the back joseph park the lawyer brother of abyss who's just a normal dude he wears glasses. Um, is getting bullied by Bully Ray. Bully finally living uh, up ha, to his ha, name ha. here. Yes. And he basically threatens to kick uh he threatens to kick Joseph Park's ass if he ever sees him in the crowd ever again. Uh and then we don't see Joseph Park. Joseph Park episode. says, Joseph Park says, My big brother will be here to protect me from mm. my bullies. And then Samoa Joe comes out to challenge the cowboy James Storm, who just got back from from almost retiring and hanging out on his ranch for a month. Um, 
<laughs> and then James Storm gets the win by pinfall for seven more points. In the back. Even though he already has like 20 points from the Battle Royal, question mark? Yeah, so la- two weeks ago there was a Battle Royal where the winner gets 20 points. Just hilariously unbalanced. That's so fucking broken, dude. <laughs> and, Gee, I wonder uh, who's going to win. James Storm wins, and so he is 20 points up to start the entire BFG. That's so uh, fucked up. Then Brooke Hogan, and then in the then backstage, back to the knockouts debate session. Uh, <laughs> Hogan kicks ODB out of the room because she isn't because she's too focused on uh, about over her husband, husband. Young. Whoopity do. Then back to the ring, Bully Ray's like, "Do you know who I am?" And then nobody said anything. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, you do know who I am. <laughs> nice save. Anyway, he was like, I'm going for the easy dub tonight. I'm challenging the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro. And then Waka Waka, the Pope wins. Based. So, after the interference from Abyss, who is totally different than Joseph Park. Honestly, I would have loved to have seen the uh, the newly uh, the, the the newly uh, ordained Pope Francis uh, come out when when Bully Ray made that call out would have been tremendous. You know, he he oh. just he just hit the papacy, and this is one of the first stops he's got to make is his this annual is the TNA pilgrimage. First thing you got to do, his like, holiness. You know. Yep. Uh, back and then. Uh, Backstage, Hogan tells RVD and Hart and Jeff Hardy that they're the main event tonight, which it's a convenient that two main event dudes were not called out earlier in the BFG series, or maybe. Well, hey, hold on, hold, hold, hold on now. You know, Angle was also uh, there too, so they, they had an, a backup option. Worst, worst came to worst. You know, what are the odds? Three out of what ten guys uh, could actually hold up a main event. AJ could have two for AJ sure. AJ could have two. Uh, CD could have as well. So it's, it's, a, it's a coin. It's a coin. All, I, all I'm saying is he's lucky that it didn't come down to Robbie E versus the Pope. True. I guess. Outstanding. Holy um, Ray couldn't hold up a main event though. Fuck you. Yeah. So we get, okay. So they've been hyping that Velvet Sky was in this music video for this new country music act montgomery gentry and they show the first half of the music video uncut just on tv and also the music video sucks ass i already i hate i hate country music well to be Mm -hmm. fair i hate bro country music yes differentiate that and boy howdy is montgomery Uh, gentry some bro country Yes, and so not only do I think the song sucks, the music video is just Velvet Sky going about her normal day to day stuff. Like she gets up at the hotel and she packs her bag and she goes to the airport and she works out. Like this is the music video. This is bad. This is bad artistically. This sucks. Get out. Get me out of here. There is no artistic merit here. It is pure dreck. Pure schlock. No, nothing of originality. Uh, I'm pretty sure they filmed like the singer, like the, the the two Montgomery Gentry singers on the fucking like TNA soundstage. It's 
it exists purely for this dumb cross promotion. Get bleh, get it out of here. Fuck off. Uh, we do get the reveal that Mickey James got the TNA Knockouts title match against Miss mm-hmm. Tessmacher, the new champ. But Te- Miss Tessmacher gets the roll up and the win to retain the belt. Good for her. Yes. Uh, then our main event. Uh, RVD versus Jeff Hardy. Hardy gets the win. And so we throw up the BFG series leaderboard. Now you might think this would be pretty easy to keep track of. Right? Sure. I mean, seven points for a, for a pinfall win and a 10 points for a submission win is a little complicated, but sure. I mean, it's just two numbers. Surely it can't be that bad, but, uh, you know, there, in fact, are more rules that I didn't mention earlier. Oh. Uh, submissions are worth 10. Pinfalls are worth 7. Countouts are worth 5. Uh, DQs are worth 3. A draw is worth 2. And if you're a D- disqualification loss, it is negative 10 points. What? Why? Why? Why are there so many points? And then also, of course, they just have extra bonus matches that are worth a shitload of more points. Why? Uh, don't, think, don't think that this will be the last one of that battle. That ba- opening battle. Wait, that Royal wasn't just Gauntlet. like a stupid like single thing that they maybe overplayed. This is a recurring. No, problem. no, there will be more of them. Porquet? Why do we need this? Why can't what what possessed Dixie Carter slash whoever the fuck else is in that writer's room to be like, oh Vince yeah, Russo was also Vince there. Oh, oh, oh well, well, no, that doesn't explain it because Vince Russo hates wrestling. Why is he doing a thing that actively encourages having more wrestling? That's true. Um, maybe this is his, his, his like reverse psychology plan. What if uh, we make wrestling complicated and, and shit, then people well, will not want it. He's like, yeah, Oh, true. No, wait, wrestling, wait, wait, you're, you're fu- Oh, you're fucking, you're fucking cooking. Wait a minute. This is actually Russo's conspiracy to try to convince the general public that actually they hate wrestling too. And they, and that they just want to watch a soap opera written by Vince Russo. But a manly soap opera where people don't hug yeah. each other because that's gay. Right. Anyway, or <laughs> like, or like if you like a dude's abs, then you're gay. Well, yeah, uh, this uh, is a, this is this is because he said that about Finn Balor fans. What? He did actually say that he was like, bro, if you like, if you're a dude <laughs> who likes Finn Balor, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, cut to his like his full size like Finn Balor like uh cardboard cutout he has in his room. Yeah, <laughs> bro, those must. He says no homo before he looks at before he looks at pictures of Finn Balor. <laughs> those those abs, no homo. <laughs> those abs, no. <laughs> and then he goes, "It's a joke, bro. I was joking. Can't you tell when I'm joking, bro? Yeah, fuck off. Anyway." So then we end the night with Dixie Carter and AJ Styles finally, after weeks of talking around what the fuck they're on is happening here. They are finally going to reveal the big secret. And then out comes this random woman 
we have never seen before, who says that her name is Claire Lynch and she is a drug addict. Yes. And that AJ Styles and Dixie Carter, despite the fact that everything we've seen up to this point kind of implies maybe they're having an affair. And the way they talk about it is the way you would talk about how you're having an affair, about how like your families are being ruined by this secret. So, you know, I vaguely talked to her about my secret, you know, like, like we were having an affair. Right. Like we're going to talk about this Claire Lynch thing as if, in ways that can be misconstrued as that we are fucking. <laughs> we are we're we're not going to include any specifics in our phone calls because yeah. reasons. Yeah, you're we're gonna say shit like, hey, hey, uh when, hey, when, when, is your sir, husband sir, home right your, now? Your husband, your husband's not home, right? You're gonna say shit like that. So I I just want to know before I come over. And then not elaborate any further. Yeah. You know, th- to come over to your house so I can talk about Claire Lynch. But, but we can't say her name, though. We can't. We can't even say there's another person. We're just gonna just gonna say is your husband home, and that's it. Great job. Yeah. Right here, come into my hotel room <laughs> to talk about. Claire. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Like yeah. they don't even imply that Kazarian and Daniels were were deceptively editing shit. Like. AJ no, it is and, they as far AJ and Dixie treat all this shit as completely the truth. <laughs> they are the sussest fucking mother. This could be so easy to quash. We didn't need to milk ten weeks of TV out of it, or however the fuck long. I don't it know felt how long like that ten, I felt like I watched ten weeks. Yeah, it's so tedious. I watched one episode. And it was the tedious shit ever. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, well, but the anyway, secret is out. Claire, and the secret is somehow ten times more bat shit. Yeah, so basically Claire is a drug addict. Is a drug who, addict. You know, was down bad. And, you know, she couldn't go to her family for help because she stole money from them to, like, fuel the habit. Yeah. But then Dixie is a family friend, I guess. And then her and, you know, her and AJ have done so much for her to help her you know, get clean and get right. And then uh, Daniels comes running down as if, no, my grand scheme has failed. And then AJ kicks his ass. And then you'd think that's it. You'd didn't, think didn't this Kazarian was like... did join him too? Didn't AJ double team him? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you'd think this is like we're reaching a resolution of this plot. Except no. we're not, because if we were, I would have had us cover the episodes where we do the affair shit. Instead, I skipped those because we're just getting started here. This is the merely somehow my name is Claire Lynch and I'm an addict is is only the tip of the iceberg. The the fucking the the cheating thing wasn't even the iceberg itself. It was the water around the iceberg. And yeah. now we finally found the goddamn iceberg, and it starts with I'm an addict and somehow goes deeper. What is going to happen? I have been anticipating this. I have been dreading this. I'm so excited to know. And also, I know that when I know, it's probably going to be terrible, and I'm probably going to hate it. That's that's true. Uh, this so- is like the epitome of Pandora's box on this fucking show. Help me. Yeah, so... Uh, 
come back in the back half where, <laughs> uh, well, if you want to see where Claire Lynch goes next, but also we already know that, you know, more bound for glory matches to come, including As- some that maybe haven't even, didn't even make air because house shows are included in this, in the BFG series. So maybe, oh my- so maybe there are points that people don't, can't even see. That have been earned. How in the, how, in the fuck, do people compare Tony Khan to Dixie Carter? Like I know Tony can be a goober, but holy shit, this is a whole new level of like just fucked up decision after fucked up decision. How, bro? What? Imagine if AEW. I mean, it's it's a little different now because AEW doesn't do house shows anymore because they have they have uh, Collision. But imagine yeah. if he had announced in a world where that didn't happen and the Continental Classic still it's, happened and Tony Khan was like, actually, half the matches are taking place on unaired house shows. The Continental Classic isn't here! The Continental we, Classic isn't here! It's on house shows! And we, we will show highlights on Dynamite. And that's all you're going to get. Holy fucking... And also, there's an insanely complicated point system. If you If you breathe on your opponent wrong, you lose a point. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. If you if yeah, you hey, do a bit too much sports entertainment to wrestling ratio, if you fuck that up, that's that's uh that's a minus five points, bucko. Hey gang, you wanna watch Jay White wrestle John Moxley? Well guess what? That's on the house show loop. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, be a crazy thing to give a house show, but also fuck yeah. off. Also, though, they announced on this show is that we're getting a rematch from Slammiversary where AJ Styles and Kurt Angle, yeah, by the way, they're the tag team champions. Yeah, baby. End of the belts against Kaz and Daniels. Uh, It's still wild. After after attempting of, of Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels as a tag team. Yeah, which is this... All of this is insane. And after their failed attempt at ruining AJ's life for reasons, they are given a tag rematch for reasons. Why they didn't just do this in the first place rather than try to, like, blackmail AJ Styles is anybody's guess. It is so funny they're getting a tag title rematch on TV. It's a man. You'd think they have a good in with the owner, except the owner who they have been harassing. Yeah, somehow they are not uber mega fired. Somehow well, they that's still just have like, jobs. And you know, that's just to... how wrestling works. Wrestling and nobody gets fired for being a shitty, yeah. shitty to their boss. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah, so we are going to be watching again the June 28th, 2012 episode of Impact. If you'd like to watch along with us, um... Easiest place to do that is I think they think they've rebranded a TNA Plus now. They were Impact oh, Plus for a while. I think they've refinished the rebrand of TNA Plus. But yeah, TNA has a streaming service that has almost all of their TV episodes, definitely everything from 2012. And that is what we are gonna be watching it on. Uh they do put a shitload of of stuff of full shows on YouTube for free. 
They do. So I'm going to quickly check if it's on YouTube because I did. And if they know, do, I, I, would, I, I would I would recommend it. Fam, I'm not going to lie. The, the TNA plus UI is not the most easily navigable thing I have ever seen. Really? It's really not. It's it's, it's very not, disappointing it's in that way. It's kind of it's kind of hard to find shit. It, it took really, me way too long to find our last fucking episode. I'm not going to lie. Is. Unfortunately, no. A lot of the pay-per-views of this era a- around this time are on pay are on uh, YouTube for free, like Slammiversary, Against All Odds. Uh, yeah, you know, it impacts goaded ass like YouTube channel that always manages to upload topical clips within five seconds of them becoming topical yeah. again. Well, hey, if you just want to watch the tag title match, uh, that is for is full and in free on YouTube. Well, that's exciting. So how about that? That's I'm, that's, I'm very happy for them. Otherwise, unfortunately, no. TNA Plus is the only is the only way to watch this one. Oh, boy. All right. Get your safari hats on, people. Grab your machetes. You got to go. You got to go hiking through the jungle a little bit. Yep. So we will be back to discuss to discuss the next part of the Claire Lynch saga. Lord help us. And we are back. We have finished the June 28th, 2012 episode of TNA Impact. Yes, we have. I uh, I, I, I regret to report that I am uh, a bit <laughs> ill, uh, perhaps because this was such a sick episode of Impact. No, uh, you, but, yeah, we, but, had, we uh, had the twists. I promised twists and turns. And... There, there were indeed twists and a little bit of turning. Um... I the, the the nature of such uh such rotations. I can't will, wait to talk about it. I I, I have <laughs> I have mixed feelings about. Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> just because I knew this was the episode where these events occurred did not mean that I knew how they got to that point. And it's so much funnier to me than I could have imagined. It's so weird. It's so. It's already like two episodes in, and all I, the, my my assessment is just this shit is just terminally fucking weird. Um, so so yeah, it's fucked up. It's sick, if you will. But for real, if you hear me like coughing or clearing my throat a lot, I'm sorry. I'm trying to chug water to deal with it. Please forgive me, yeah. dear listening audience. Yeah. Okay. So mm. we get the recap from last <laughs> week of Option C and the Claire Lynch fiasco. It doesn't make uh, any of them any 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 less weird. It's oh, weird. It's gonna, it's gonna get worse when we get the explanations for all of these all of the evidence. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, okay. So I was, I was cracking my ass up at one at some of that. After <laughs> after our reality show ass last time on TNA, previously um, on TNA, previ- previously on TNA, um, we get yet another voyeuristic shot of Dixie and AJ backstage and Dixie is none too happy about um how their plan went down last week which which Dixie Dixie come here first Dixie What was Dixie, the plan you, you bailed on your fucking plan you can't yeah. be all like eh maybe it didn't go the way I wanted it when you're the reason it didn't go the way you fucking wanted it to Oh my god um and I also find it very funny that with this like voyeuristic ass like backstage like they are aj and dixie are now 
very openly not having an affair, and yet this backstage promo is still managing to somehow give the exact same, oh, we're totally having an affair energy. Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah. Did you also pick up on that? Because it still felt weird. Yeah, right? it, I think it's the voyeurism <laughs> element of it. Yeah. But, like, they stand, they're stand. they standing so close to each other. Fuck, yeah, I know. And and, and the camera guy is, like, just mm-hmm. off. Like, the... TNA Impact is a show for fucking perverts, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. They TNA. got all the, all the cameramen are perverts in TNA. That's their that's they they're they're catering to the audience. That's their tagline. TNA a show for perverts. Let's go, baby. Right. Anyway, so but Dixie is glad that at least it's all out in the open and yes, they can yes. move on. And AJ's like, oh, I'm moving on. All right, I'm about to beat the piss out of Daniels and Kazarian tonight. He's putting the final nail in the coffin. He's extremely relieved about this. Yep. Uh, but then, oh no, Claire Lynch has a story to tell tonight. Uh, ah, yes, milking Claire's personal tragedy for content. Stay yeah. classy, wrestling. So the first at match of the episode is right into the BFG series. Of course. Do we have any assholes in this building tonight? Okay, okay. Uh, something I gotta say is I love how... Mr. Anderson's music starts up. He comes out and the mic drops down and then his music just, just cuts off, just suddenly fucking randomly cuts off when he's ready to talk. And then he talks and then it just hits back on again. Like, like nothing. There is no transition. There is no part one or part two to this song. That sound guy hits the cut button when he fucking hits it. (laughs) That's the end of that. Yeah, I still love that Mr. Anderson is calling his fans assholes. Like, that's the bit. And Well, yeah. Because he is, this asshole is from Green Bay, Bay Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Green Bay getting that pop, that Green Bay pop. You'll love yeah, to see it. Yeah, so on commentary, they mentioned that Mr. Anderson has nine points. And here we fucking go. Because yeah. If you remember what? last time he won one match to get seven points, but here's the thing. They've had three house shows since this last episode aired, and they all had Oh DS my matches. fucking god! I forgot that house shows ca- I already forgot that part. Fuck me. So, guess what, guys? Most of the BFG series is now not watchable because it's on house shows. Holy fucking fuck. TNA really is a show for fucking perverts. Oh. And, it's, and also on TNA's B show, Explosion. But guess what? You can't find that shit online either. Why the fuck not? Old episodes of Explosion are just lost, apparently. I don't know. They never They're saved them. I don't know. They they taped over them like the BBC. <laughs> they have fucking VHSs. Is there anything important on this? Nah. The entire library of explosion. It's just explosion. It's so just, no. It's just. <laughs> so during, during these episodes, I will be keeping us up to date on what happens on the house shows so okay, that you, you at home can keep follow along Thank so you. what has happened in the last week that has affected the bfg series how many well, house shows have they had in a week three ha- what three. they had three house shows friday saturday sunday <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> so 
Um, first we had TNA Base Brawl 2012, whatever the Base fuck brawl. that is. Um, I guess I guess they did it at the baseball stadium in Buffalo, New York. Hopefully, oh, that would make oh. sense. Oh my. Anyway, it's a house show, and what happened is Samoa Joe uh defeated Mr. Anderson to get his first by pinfall to get his first win of the of the uh BFG series. And then uh, yes. James Storm, because he hasn't isn't far enough ahead, he beat Robbie E. So now by by pinfall to get another seven points. Yeah, he's now then, at fucking like 36 or some shit. Yeah, there's we'll get there. Is then what? on Saturday we had a house show in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, <laughs> where on this house show, Samoa Joe submitted Robbie E to get 10 more points. And then Christopher Daniels defeated Kurt Angle by count out. So CD now has five points. What the fuck? And then at the Sunday house show in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Thank you, cagematch.net, for giving me all of these results so I can follow All hell cage match. James Storm and Mr. Anderson had a 10-minute time limit draw, so both of them get two points. And that is how Mr. Anderson Anderson has nine points at this point. And James Storm has has 36. James Storm has 36. Yep, James Storm has 36. CD now has five. Uh, Samoa Joe now has 17 points after coming after finishing last week with zero. Um, and that is all the results that happened on a house changes or happened on a house show. Well, so, that's really that's really fucking fucked up. Uh, and at some point, I will also count up how many BFG matches each person is having because I oh. guarantee it is not equal right now. Oh, the ratio, I'm sure, is also, like, yeah. Chimojo has already had four BFG matches, including this show, and AJ Styles has had the one from last Yeah, how the hell does that work? Because, ironically, as fucking stupid as Open Fight Night was, that's kind of the, like, most sure fair everyone way. Got, everyone had one match. Yeah, now it's just up to the bookers. What? As opposed, this is why New Japan releases the entire schedule for the yes. G1 all at once, and also, and also, this is why the G1 and the C2 in AEW have very defined brackets. Yeah, correct. For their for the tournament, so they're like, this is how many matches there are. Yeah, AEW there can is no all of their matches at once, like G1 did, but there was very clear. How many AEW matches everyone the, was going to have? The two little squares and everyone's facing everybody else. Let's fucking go. The BFG series has no defined parameters for the number of matches that are in this tournament. They're just going oh. until October. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Oh my God. So you know, I do have my whiteboard. We will be covering the current standings as of the end of this episode. When we, I'm very it. excited. Um, also I want to point out something I noticed about Mr. Anderson Anderson. His, his voice is just the actual version of the rocks. Triple H impression. He unironically does the, uh, from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, he actually does the little us at the end of his sentence. He is 
who the fuck The Rock thinks Triple H is. That's terrible. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we found him. Um, we got him. We got him. So, so, yeah, so Anderson's here to fight, and he's here to fight Rob Van Dam, who, uh, listening to his, I made this observation on our, um, our first um, Vince versus God arc episode when we had RVD come out to, to, to talk about money in the bank. Um, I, 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 I've between his theme song in WWF then and his theme song here in TNA, I'm just kind of putting my tinfoil hat on and just convince myself that actually everybody who made an RVD theme just made it a walk by Pantera knockoff. Everyone they all tried wanted to, to knock off Pantera. Yeah, they all want. They all know that that there is no better theme song for RVD than "Walk by Pantera." So they said, "Fuck it, we're not even gonna try." Yep, Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show. Yeah, respect. What do you say? Anyway, also Hulk Hogan tweeted out for the masses that the time limit has been up to 15 minutes. Oh, that explains why these matches didn't feel as like insanely sprinty as last week. Which I hate because that feels like we defeated the purpose now. Like (laughs) last week had a unique feel of like, we got 10 minutes. We got to fucking go. And none of the matches this week even got close to 15 anyway, or even 10. This match went less than six, but there's less urgency this way. I'm there like, is guys. You made it worse. I, <laughs> I don't like hate it. Like again, I was kind of weirded out by the like crazy sprinty pace last week, but I will admit <clears throat> it added a uniqueness that now is like a little bit lost. No, like, I will TV admit matches. That. TV matches never really go longer than 15 anyway. So it's like, this is yeah. just, this is now everyone just wrestling their normal pace of match. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, uh, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid match though. Um, yeah, it's super with... chain, it's super chain wrestling hit. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Like I, you would not Anderson really expect that from, here. you wouldn't really expect that from Ken Anderson and Rob Van Dam, but <laughs> these guys were working. From Rob Van Dam. I've seen RVD <laughs> do some chainy shit before. But they were they were doing roll ups and chain wrestling and technical technical map. They work. they start they start off like they they open the match like essentially trading cradles, which is wild. Uh, trying to get that early pin. Um, Anderson does this crazy move at one point. He 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 starts to do what looks like a spear. Like he launches himself horizontal, but or like like he launches himself like flat mm-hmm. toward RVD. But then kind of when he catches RVD, he flips horizontal around <laughs> RVD's torso f- and gets him down for a pin attempt, which was crazy fucked up. I have no idea what that was. Um, yeah. Also, at one point, Van Dam gets Anderson in, like, the most bizarre submission hold I think I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, like, I don't even know how to describe it. So he did, because it was a cool whole sequence, because RVD gets in an abdominal stretch. Then he rolls that into a roll-up. Then... Hannah Anderson kicks out and RVD transition. Yeah. And this like weird ground submission that looks kind of like a backpack hold. Or yeah. Like, he, I don't know what he's doing. He's got, he's got 
Anderson's sitting down, and he's got his arms, like, fucking, like, spider-grabbed around his limbs, and I guess he's, like, pulling them outward. And it's, uh, and all I, all I can imagine is that RVD was told, you know, that he could get more points in, in the, in the uh, BFG series if he, uh, if he, if he gets a submission win. So, and, and RVD naturally goes, hmm. Let me go smoke about this. Um, and then he went back came to his up hotel with it room, while he was high. Lit up a well, goes up to his hotel room, lit up a bong, sees like a spider in his hotel room, and goes, hey, what if I just did that shit? And then Or maybe he was looking at a backpack, to your point. Who's to say? Whoa, uh, I got an idea. Well, <laughs> so that was fucked up, but also awesome. Um, there's also a great bit from RVD where um uh, Anderson runs the ropes on RVD. RVD leapfrogs him, kind of hits Anderson, and then RVD goes to run the ropes. Anderson goes to leapfrog him back, but RVD fucking fakes him out and catches out of midair um, mm-hmm. with the from the leapfrog, which was which was a cool little bit of in-ring psychology from RVD. Yeah. Um, he he goes he goes for the split leg on Anderson at one point, but Anderson is able to get his uh get his knees, knees up, up and pin him for the near fall. Yep. Anderson goes for the mic check. RVD blocks him. Anderson kick, kick, turns that into a neck breaker for a two count. Uh, then Anderson with a fireman's carry hold. This is important. RVD gets out of that. Anderson locks in a sleeper hold. RVD kind of break, hits Anderson in the corner to get him to break that up. Anderson tries the fireman's carry again, but RVD drops down into a crucifix pin for the one, two, and the three. Yeah, RVD for the dub, and now he's tied with tied for fifth with like three other guys. Uh, yeah, he woo-hoo! is on the board. He's on the board. We love to see it. I, okay, is it just me? I I don't think I pointed this out last time. Is it just me, or is the impact ring small? It looks a little small. I actually don't know. It would be really funny if it was just because Jesus fucking Christ TNA Impact can't do rings normal to save its goddamn life. I'm I'm kind of curious because I I know that this is a real thing like <clears throat> the transition of like ring size especially versus WWE which has a different ring size than everyone else. Uh, oh, it does. It has been it has in the past, yeah. But it's like I actually don't know. Who does how? Who has what size? Off the that's, top of my head, that's fair. Well, uh, I noticed because like okay. watching. Uh, okay, uh, all right. This Wikipedia. <laughs> Excuse me. Wikipedia seems to have the best answer I can find on like who has what. Yeah. Because WWE, AEW, and Ring of Honor use a twenty by twenty foot okay. ring, while in the past WCW and ECW have used and Impact and MLW currently use an eighteen by eighteen foot ring. Ah, I shit. don't know if I don't know if TNA was used eighteen by eighteen here, but it's totally possible that they use a smaller ring than you're used to seeing because WWE and AEW use twenty by twenty. Yeah, well, because I was noticing like. I, and I, in bro- and broadly, you also like smaller indie shows and smaller venues also use eighteen by eighteen or sixteen by sixteen to make it easier to fit stuff. Fit in yeah, the and it's like a legitimate. Easy, it's a legitimate easy, point w of probably like does something smaller. Yeah, uh, it's imagine. a legitimate. Tra- it's a legi- it's a legitimate like thing that like wrestlers have to learn how to adapt to because their entire rhythm of their move set is based on the size of the ring. The size of the ring. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, like- that's that's why that because watching that sequence for RVD and Anderson running the ropes, 
I was mm-hmm. like, their pace seems weird. And watching mm-hmm. closer, I'm like, it feels like they're traveling less. And so they're going slower to accommodate for that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, that's fucking fascinating. There we go. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, and uh, I did have a note in here. How the fuck does Anderson have nine? Now we know. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, the great, great job from the Impact team explaining absolutely zero about any of the fucking house show scores. They just throw it up there and they're like, yeah, that, that's the scores. And I, they love that they don't, I love that they don't, I love that they didn't even film like highlights of these matches because, like, as an example point, NXT does has done tournament has done, does the dusty roads tag team classic mm-hmm. as that's been a semi-regular tournament for them for a while now uh I love it and sometimes they have matches that happen on nxt house show loops just because especially during especially when they were in the one hour a week era you know they don't have time to like mm-hmm. air every single match on tv but you know what they did for matches they didn't air on television they Highlight filmed and baby. showed the endings on TV so that everyone knows what happened. Yeah, highlight reels, baby. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I don't know why. Why T- TNA is... It makes it feel like the points are made up, and they're not. But the fact they just say these guys wrestled a match and got points <laughs> makes it sound like they just made it up. TNA Impact BFG series. Whose line is it anyway? The points are made up, or the the points are made up, or games are made up. Points don't matter. Or fucking whatever. The uh, matches, are, the matches are fixed, and the points don't matter. True, fucking true. Let's get Wayne Brady in there. You know. Uh, oh. Anyway, um, so moving on. Uh, X Division Champion Austin Aries is here to address the crowd once more. He um, is ready for a little dose of greatness. Absolutely. I somehow, wrote, somehow a babyface gimmick. Some still somehow a babyface gimmick. This Rude um, versus Aries is so interesting because it's a battle between two assholes and one. The crowd just likes one of them. Just uh, yeah, they're both kind of dicks. Uh, fucking Austin Aries coming out here with the X Division belt, essentially to say, yeah, f- facing other cruiserweights is boring. He does because he's like. <sighs> Because after he he because after because he's like this the title the was the decision, about 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 decision was not easy to do because I mean I've beaten everybody in the X division and I've even beaten heavyweights so I think it's time I get some bigger competition but I also want to respect this belt yeah I know I know division. that's the thing he's like yeah uh fucking I've beaten everyone weight. in these fucking scrubs. I'm better than all of you but I still I still respect the X division though fuck off. But beating all these fucking scrubs, but these you know fucking, these these lightweight losers. Give me the big dogs, you know. Send me the moose. Uh, so he was talking <laughs> to he was talking to H double Hulk Hogan, to which I wrote, Fuck "Stop off. it!" Red flag that you call him that. First of yeah, all, so he, he recaps option C, and he's like, <laughs> "Well," and he's like, "Well, people been asking me what's going to happen to the X division now." And he's like, well, he announces there will be a tournament at Destination X to crown a new X Division champion, which will yeah. take up most of the matches on Destination X. And now, and and tonight, it turns out we will be getting qualifier matches for that tournament. So that's Yeah, and exciting. apparently, also apparently the whole X Division backstage was sucking Aries' dick. Because <laughs> according to him, they're all like, man... 
you're you're an inspiration how you came here without a contract and you got to the top of the division and now you're getting oh, your opportunity for the world oh, title yeah, and dude. that can be us next year Oh, yeah, dude. I'm sure that's exactly what they were fucking doing. I'm sure they were just all taking turns sucking Ares the fuck off and not being like, bro, what, why are you fucking disrespecting the belt like this? What, yeah, what the like, fuck? And then Bobby. He's Roode, just an asshole. <laughs> no. Also, also, wait, 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 wait. Point of care. Ares didn't have a contract a year ago? What? Probably probably not when he initially came to TNA. That was probably like So a... he just had this fucking crazy meteoric rise in the span of like less than a year. Yeah. He's only been in was TNA he... for like a year. Jesus. Was he like a super established like indie guy or something? Yes. Yes, he oh, was. Okay. He was a big name. He was a big name in Ring of Honor. Ah, ah, so all the smarks are already bought in on the offer. They all buy into this dude. Yeah. All right, got it. All right, yes, Bobby Roode crashes the promo much to everybody's surprise. Yeah, I liked the sign that said it's nice to be rude. Yes. That's nice. Both of the obvious puns were gone for tonight. Someone goes for, so you know, someone's going for a Bobby Roode pun, and then later on, Taz went for a, a Bully Ray bullying pun, so, you know, we're just hitting all those, all those. Yeah. I tried to avoid it last week, but no, it's, yes, I guess there's no point. Um, so Roode is like, I couldn't help but overhear how pathetically overconfident you were sounding tonight. And Bobby Roode is like, take a good look at me, and look at this. This is the real world championship. Take a look. And take a look at your belt. Now, now take a look back at mine. Now take now now back, look to back, now back, back to me. Now back to your belt. Now back to me. Back to me. Yeah. <laughs> Old do you want to? Do you want to know why this is a real world championship? Aries goes because you defended it all over the world. Because I made it that way. And Ares goes, yeah, sure, bud, whatever. But like, single-handedly what? made this world title the most important thing in the industry. Single-handedly, all, all by yourself. But like, who? What is he alluding to there? Like, to the people that he fought? Question mark. I guess. But uh, Rude is like, hey, you want to talk about opportunities? There are 12 men out there scratching and clawing for an opportunity to face that it factor of professional wrestling. And the only reason you got this opportunity is because of Hulk Hogan. Which is and once correct. again, that is Aries, exactly yeah, how yeah, that and, happened. Yeah, once again, Aries is like, yeah, uh, what, what do you mean by, by that? But uh, was it just Hogan? He keeps questioning what like Bobby Roode is attributing shit to, but then doesn't ever elaborate. No, Rude tells like, him to shut up when he tries to interject cor- about this. Correct base. No, I liked I I wrote this all down because I liked it. The only reason Please. you're getting an opportunity to step in the ring with me is because of Hogan, because of this stupid little option C. Let me tell you what option C really is. Option C is nothing but a failure. Because Based. you see Aries, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting up the X Division for failure. And at Based. Destination X, the X, the it factor of professional wrestling, Bobby Roode will make sure that you fail. Because Based. you see Aries, you're not even in my league. So do me a favor, kid, and get the hell out of my ring. Based. Fucking based, yeah. No. Fucking Rob, Bobby Roode spitting bars here. I think I'm. I think I'm on his side. God damn. But then Aries is like, "Oh, so you think it's your ring? But well, what if I think it's my ring?" 
Oh God! Here comes Daniel Bryan to declare that it's our ring, comrades. Yeah. So Aries is like, "Well, if you think it's your ring and you want me to get out, and if I think it's my ring, I want you to get out. Well, then." But he slaps the mic out of Bobby Roode's hands. Why don't you make me leave? Yeah, and then, and then they the two start of them undressing get... aggressively. <laughs> I, oh my yeah. god! I also wrote down that they get aggressively shirtless. Oh my god! <laughs> F- Our minds, Austin, the shared brain cell is firing on all cylinders this morning. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible! Yeah, they get aggressively shirtless at each other before Bobby Roode just fucking bails. <laughs> Great. They don't, but they don't fight. Whatever. Glad that happened. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks in a row where they cock tease they're going to have an early fight and then they just don't. They just it's kind fine. of, it's fine. They Death get a little naked X. about it and then, and then leave. We're like 10 days away from Destination X. It's fine. They'll have their match. The cock teasing. Um, oh, God. So we go backstage with Claire Lynch and Dixie Carter, who have All right. a series of interviews tonight. Give where Claire gives her side of the story. Claire uh, Lynch, Lord Time, yes. So Claire Lynch is like she met AJ through Dixie because her mom yeah. is close friends with Dixie, so they just met yeah. at like a house party or something. Yeah. And so the interview was like, so when was the moment it all fell apart? And Claire yeah. was like, it's when Daniels and Kazarian learned that AJ was helping me, and it just started twisting the truth to blackmail us. Okay. And then, and then, like, the interview is like, so have you ever met Kaz and Daniels? And she's like, no way. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it for the time being. Oh, I was I was expecting things a little more uh, explosive than that. But th- that's fine. There's still... She's Hold still your got horses. More, she's still, she's still got more story to tell. I'm sure it'll get more... In- I'm sure these backstage interview tell-alls will get more interesting as the night goes on. I have... No doubt about that. There's more story to tell. It's fine. It's fine. And come on. You, you gotta, we gotta be patient. We gotta build to this. We gotta build. So, okay. Back, but backstage, Frankie Kazarian is pissed off because he's like, you lied to me, Daniels, and I threw away a friendship of years, but for six months buying your bullshit. And so Kazarian doesn't even want to tag with Daniels tonight. Yeah, oh no. And Can that's going to come up CD later. Coexist. Gah, we gah. are coexisting here. Yes. Match number I'm two. Coexisting here. Yeah. Match number two, the first qualifying match for the Destination X tournament. It's Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt. Actually, wrestling? I didn't realize that was legal. Um, yeah, I guess for you, this is new for you because you really just know him as like the annoying manager of, of, of Planet Jarrett. No. <laughs> Now I vaguely I vaguely knew he had wrestling cuz I knew I know the whole reason like he and fucking Jay Lethal are buddies are cuz they met in TNA when Jay Lethal was being Randy Savage but black um right. but um I but like I didn't realize that in 2012 we would be getting some Sanjay Dutt action but yeah, yeah. he is yeah he is taking on Rubik's Rubik's uh, who, who? who has a puzzle mask? Um, Which checks actually that makes sense because his main gimmick at this point was being Jigsaw in Chikara. So the fuck? he probably so just he wore Rubik's? the same fucking yeah, the same fucking mask. Why is he Rubik's then? Because we can't. Because Chikara is his own wrestling name. <coughs> 
Oh you my god. So wait, so, does Shikara do like WWE shit where they give you your own fucking like identity that they own? Yes, they all have oh. specifically weird gimmicks. Oh, damn. Okay, well, fair Orange enough. Orange Cassidy uh, except... was an ant. Oh, yeah, the fire, yeah, the fire ant. We love the fire ant. It's part of the ant colony. <laughs> wait, there was a whole colony? Yes, there's a whole stable, the colony. Oh <laughs> my fucking. And he was. And he was an ant. He was an ant man. Uh, yeah. yeah, fucking Chikara man. What a weird goddamn yeah, so promotion. Ju- so, so maybe TNA. I don't. I don't know the specific legalities of this gimmick, but I. I do know he's primary. He's primarily known for being Jigsaw. Well, speaking Chikara. of legalities, he does spell Rubik's with an X rather than a K and an S. So he is True. legally distinct. Yes, but he is still named after a child's toy. So yes, correct. Not a great sign for him winning yeah. this match. But well, at least we'll he, at least he's try. not also named after a, a, one of the like weirdest fucking like horror movie villains in all of history. I desperately um, want to know if the gimmick of the Jigsaw Chikara gimmick is that he's a knockoff of Saw or. <laughs> If he just really likes puzzles. likes puzzles, <laughs> we could go multiple ways. Either, either the either the dweeb route or the other dweeb route, you know. Um, well, now I gotta know. It, when did he start playing Jigsaw? Did that actually come before Saw? We have to. Cons- I have to consider the possibility. Oh fuck, that might be a possibility. I don't know how. I don't know like when Chikara started up. I don't know like how he looked like a younger yeah. guy. Um, yeah, I mean, he start he debuted in 2002. Oh, in shit. Uh, I don't know. I think that does it's, predate Saw. He's only ever wrestled as Jigsaw and Rubik's. So, like, he did to, late 2002. He yeah, was Jigsaw. that predates Saw. Jigsaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Saw actually stole he from is Chikara is what man. I'm hearing. His he's just a, he's a puzzle man. He's just a puzzle man. The Puzzleman. <laughs> I'm puzzling over here. Oh my god. Okay, but anyway, the match itself, honestly, holy shit, Sanjay Dutt, why don't you wrestle anymore? He probably because he was he's cooking. History of injuries, I guess, because he's older and shit. Oh, I guess. But he was my man cooking with cool ass shit, like where he jumped over the top top turnbuckle and do a apron apron leg drop. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, or like crazy fucking like uh head scissor DDT shit, but like he went like e- even for a head scissor DDT, he went like super extra with it. I swear he put a fucking extra twirl in there or something. Um also no. commentary note from Taz that I got to give some credit. I missed this, but Robbie fucking caught it. He was watching with me. Taz looks at Rubik's and remarks, "You know, growing up in the Bronx, not a lot of people had masks like that. They had masks, but not like that." Gang thanks, violence. Thank you, Taz. Thanks, Taz. Thank you, Taz. And like, and like, it's fucking... important to know. It's important to let the people know that Rubik's is from the Bronx, but he's not in a gang. But he says, <laughs> "Well, maybe he's not from the Bronx. They don't have masks like that in the Bronx, brother." It's true. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but it's it's just generally like a crazy man. I don't know if you have that many notes on it. Um, not really, but it's it's a lot of big old shit. crazy spots. Sanjay wins the match with Sanjay a wins top with... rope moonsault double stomp. You, what the fuck? 
yeah, that was I don't that I don't know if I've seen a move like Where that. Where it asked the was question, crazy. what if you took Finn Balor's coup de gras but also did a mid-air backflip? <laughs> uh and the answer is uh it's actually pretty fucking sick. So Yeah, so Sanjay someone else gets, do that, though, gets the big dub and then after the match Christy Hemi wants to interview with Sanjay and he's like he came back to the Impact Zone for one reason because he has never won the X Division title. Okay. Yes, but you're you're forgetting to you're forgetting to throw in there the fact that my man is extremely winded throughout this entire promo. So it's I I came back to win the X Division Championship. He was struggling a little bit, but you know we still we still love you, Sanjay. Yep. So then backstage, uh, we we well, for, we get a, a preview of Taz, Bruce Pritchard, and Al Snow talking about gut check and talking about how all these kids today are so entitled. Yeah, but not we're gonna, Taylor. We we're 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 gonna see the fuller clip later. I don't know why they show us it that already now, but okay. Um, because we got to get the people excited about listening to Taz, Bruce Pritchard, and Al Snow talking. <laughs> oh yeah, real compelling discourses. <laughs> we're gonna see. Um, Austin Aries, uh, we cut to a pre-tape. Austin Aries is biking around shirtless. Yeah, um, I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just biking shirtless and he's talking. Just, yeah, uh, I like to kill a lot of birds, Austin Aries, 2012. <laughs> yeah, so he's just like, he, he just talks about how great of a match it'd be, it's going to be between him and Rude. They give him, yeah, and he, he talks again about how fucking boring it is that he's that he's fought all these fucking jabroni ass cruiserweights and now he wants bigger boys. But because he because because what I what I just referenced, he says I like to kill a lot of birds with one stone, <laughs> and I'm like that's such a fucked up like thing to say. So you know, I, I thought like you were vegan, bro. Why are you talking yeah. about liking killing birds? He likes to kill birds. That's a quote from him now. I like to kill yeah. birds. Austin Aries, 2012. There we go. Fake vegan Austin Aries. Fake vegan Austin <laughs> I would absolutely get blocked on Twitter by him if I ever said that to him. <laughs> Throw in that he's short for good measure. Yeah, he's, 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 Austin Aries is a man letting a fake vegan. <laughs> yeah. At Austin Aries. <laughs> That's the thing. He fucking points out the fact that he's a short king. He's like, you know, I've, I, I, I was looked down on in the industry for a while because I'm so short, which, oh, yeah, that's why he hates Johnny Impact so much. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, it's because Johnny's just really jealous of those fucking legs. No, um, and he's like, I've been in wars here in TNA when Bobby Roode has been winning matches with beer bottles. I've been winning with brain busters. <laughs> I don't Meanwhile, think I have any weaknesses cut to I don't Twitter. think, oh my god. <laughs> yep. Noted babyface Austin Aries saying, I don't think I have any weaknesses. Oh, what a fucking dumbass. Oh my god. And, he, so, and then Bobby Roode is interviewed. They try to like gotcha him because back in May he did this interview where he talked about how him and Austin Aries would be a sick match. And it's like, so yeah, why are you like, such a dick about it now? enthusiastic about it. Which is interesting. Was Bobby Roode a face at the start of his no. title run? Oh. No, he was always. He was just weirdly old. earnest about it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he was just being earnest, and he's like, "Well, you know, well, you know, I, I guess it would. I have beaten everybody, and you know, maybe Aries would have a good opportunity, but I'm not scared of some X division wrestler." 
<laughs> is what he basically put says. Um, yeah, nice, nice backpedaling there, brother. Anyway, we get highlights from Taylor Hendricks from Ter- versus Terror last week, which is the only knockouts action we will see all night. Oh my fucking god, you're right. I didn't think about that. There was that. no knockouts match. There's well, that's one, unfortunate. There's only one promo too. Holy backstage. shit! Yeah, yeah, a distinct lack of Brooke Hogan on this episode. Mostly. <laughs> there was enough for me, brother. I got, I got the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a little bit going. So Taz, Bruce Pritchard, and Al Snow are sitting in the back debating. Okay, I, I, whoa, 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 okay. I do want to point out. So we get a shot of them walking into their super secret trailer to to discuss the 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 hiring or firing of Taylor or the the non hiring of Taylor Hendricks. And um, Taz cracks some joke, and I fucking hate this. Al Snow, Al Snow at whatever Taz says goes. Thank you, Taz. With the exact same cadence that I do. Thanks, I hate it. Um, no, we can we can't be sharing any similarities with Al Snow. We have no. to get out. We have to avoid this. Yes. Um, oh God. So oh Jesus. This, this conversation is stupid, and somehow I took notes it is on most. Of so I know. Okay. So it's, first it's off, all completely asinine. Honestly. It's so fucking asinine, dude. Okay. Okay. So a couple things off the bat. First of all, what? Quick correction. Apparently, what Taylor Hendricks talked about in her in her promo video last week is that uh, it was apparently a cancer misdiagnosis. Um, I yeah, missed that. They did not. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't make. They didn't make that clear last week. Yes. I only knew about it because Taz brought it up as a yeah, and and then and then I looked up her Wikipedia a little yeah. bit afterward. Um, okay. Also, a question for you, Austin: How worked is this? Because I legitimately can't tell. I don't know how worked these conversations are. The later gut check is not a work. But it, it kind of is, though. Well, okay. It is for Joey. They're using this to build a story for Joey Ryan. But also later, they legitimately, when they, as an example, when a later one, when they do like Brian Cage versus Jay Bradley, you know, 9-11 for TNA fans. Um, oh, when like it's been said that like they told cage they were going to sign him via gut check and then they picked jay bradley and they legitimately signed jay bradley and not brian cage so like the the answers to like the non like like the the answers to like yes or no will we sign you is totally fucking legit but to the degree that they work so the built like the like this pomp and circumstance around it, I'm not actually sure. This is so it's so bizarre. Okay. So um Al Snow doesn't wanna my 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 Al main Snow thing so is so little anything. It's mostly Taz and Bruce Pritchard arguing. I know. Al Snow is just so fucking not like so no, Pat, not there. No, Pritchard is kind of like right, grumble, grumble. I don't know if she's R- ready. Pritchard is Taz. Pritcharding it up, yeah. And Taz's like, well, I mean, are we are you looking for potential? Are you looking for someone who's game ready? And then Pritchard yeah. tries to be a, a both sides or and be like, Well, it's both. You know, I'm looking for someone who's game ready now, but has the potential. To be a superstar. Oh my god, I fucking and hate then, wrestling talking heads. Uh, ta- Taz, unsurprisingly, so being the best of all of us here. Ta- nah, he takes, uh, he takes the positive side. Pritchard keeps arguing for why he shouldn't, they shouldn't sign her. 
Yeah, and then Al Snow just kind of pops in sometimes. He's like, I'm here too. Yeah, Taz and Al Snow (laughs) are the ones who are like, yeah, I hate these fucking entitled young people, blah, blah, blah. And then Pritchard's like, well, I can put up with assholes as long as they can go in the ring. And he's like, I mean, Taz, I mean, would anyone buy a pay-per-view to see Taylor Hendricks? Bruh, the, the fuck kind of like thought process is that? And then Bruce asks Al about this. And Al's like, well, maybe, but here's... But then Al Snow makes up an entire hypothetical scenario where they build up Taylor Hendricks and then she becomes a diva and annoying to work with. And it's like, that isn't representative of anything you've seen of her before. Now you're just doom posting and and making (laughs) stupid hypotheticals. To, to, on that on that grounds, you don't hire anybody. Yeah, because anybody could Al? eventually be an annoying asshole to work with. I now understand why you were so disinterested in that Netflix wrestling documentary on OVW. Nah, fucking Al Snow. Because Al Snow is fucking, fucking annoying. Hate, I fucking hate listening to Al Snow talk. <laughs> it's so dumb. And he it's didn't so even really dumb. have... Any of his he didn't favorite, contribute anything. He, he barely contributed. He didn't have any of his favorite dumb takes. When he when when like Bruce was questioning whether Taylor was good, I almost expected him to start like jumping in about how she sucks because she's not a draw. Because he is super in the camp of the best match is the one that draws the most. Oh my like, fucking god! Like he like he his he Al Snow is unironically. Open, very openly of the opinion that the only good wrestlers are ones that draw money. Motherfucker. Which is ironic because you he has absolutely OVW. never drawn money. Yeah, motherfucker, you book OVW. Get off your goddamn high horse. Take your head all the way out of your ass. Smell the fucking roses. <laughs> Fuck off. But whatever, fucking whatever. We're next okay. match. Yeah, Bully Ray versus Joe, 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 Joe. Yeah, they they replay bully um, bullying uh, Joseph. <laughs> and I, I wrote, I'm not. I wrote, I'm not interested enough to take notes on this. Yeah, I don't care. Um, it was a super TV wrestling match, is what I'll say. Yeah, um, I'm 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 glad you said that too. Bully Bully uh, at the beginning of the match tries to like get in Joe's face and tell him you're afraid of me, and Joe's just kind of like. Okay. Um, no, um, I was kidnapped okay. by ninjas, buddy. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> when you've been through hell like I have, um, Mike Tenay on commentary tries to tease the mystery of where the Bound for Glory pay per view is going to be held, and then Taz fucking comes in and it's like, "Why the fuck are you pretending like you don't know? We all know." Taz, <laughs> Taz, you're missing. <laughs> this is not how you get people interested in shit, Taz. Nah, terrible. Oh, my so Taz God. is bully is like trying to target the arm because the joke can't the get arm. in the rear naked choke. The rear naked uh, choke. Whatever. Uh, bully Ray. Blah 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 blah. I did laugh. Ta- when uh, bully Ray went for a middle rope senton and ate complete shit. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Taz at one point tries to shame Samoa Joe for consuming his own bodily fluids. I have no fucking clue what that was. Cause I don't he, know like, what that's about. That feels know, like Samoa like, Joe lore that I don't know. Did he look Cause like, well, no, cause like he, Bully Ray does something to him and you can see like, <clears throat> 
Samoa Joe has his hand around his face, and Taz just goes, oh, yeah, that's sanitary. Um, and I'm like, what did he do? Did he, like, pick his nose or something? I don't fucking know. Um, or, like, he had some snot coming. I don't, I don't fucking, whatever. It, Taz is... Taz just in his own little world, as always. Taz is being Taz here. Taz is um, being Taz. So Joe goes, uh, bully Miller of Synthon eats shit. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. Layer, you know, bully uh, boots Joe in the face on the outside, and bully tries to go for the count out win here. And then out runs Joseph Park. Based. And then so bully is distracted by park park slaps bully and then joe slaps him then joe locks in the rear naked choke for the 10 point win based and based bully ray still not being on the scoreboard fuck you so joseph park gets to the mic mic he's like i know who you are but do you know who i am the uno reverse card on the oh my on the, catch on the pop line, ah, aha! He's been paying attention. He's been taking He's notes. Like I am uh, Joseph Park, and you're nothing but a jackass bully. And Joseph Park talks about how he's been bullied his whole life, even in law school. He yeah, Joseph Park Esquire got bullied in law school. But that ends tonight, and this is no longer about his brother Abyss. This is about him and Bully Ray. And then this is when you tapped out. Chance start, lovely. Yeah. Chance. Yeah, yeah, because because Bully Ray's trying to be like you slap me, and it's like you still you still you, you still, still tap out, bud, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, yeah. So Joseph Park is like he's watched Bully bully everyone around here, and he's sick of it. The <laughs> fans are sick of it. So Bully, if you want, if you like, why don't we settle this once and for all? You give me two weeks to get ready, <laughs> and I'll meet you in that ring, and I'll fight you again. And don't this clap. time, I'm bringing the fight to you. Don't quoi? So yeah, we're building to, I guess, Bully Ray versus Joseph Park. Th- that's an interesting... Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see where this goes, unironically, just because the whole like weird Joseph Park slash Abyss thing is so fucking weird uh, that I, 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 I'm I just so morbidly curious what the fuck is going to... like. What the fuck are they going to do with this? Yeah. Like, Is this going to be some reveal? I don't know. We'll find yeah. out. Um, so is this is this time? Should we now do the BFG series leaderboard update? I think I because I don't think we have any other. Now BFG there's no more that we're done here. Yes, so. please leaderboard okay. time. Get out that whiteboard, buddy boy. We got the whiteboard. I oh, it's so I, nice. It's so nice. Uh, it's so yeah. fancy. Gaga. I gotta look over my. I gotta look over. I got it. All right, James Storm right. is in the lead at 36 points uh samoa joe trailing just behind at fucking 27 my guys uh, earned 27 points in a week insane kurt angle at 10 mr anderson anderson at nine a four-way tie for fifth place between magnus uh d'angelo De Niro, uh, uh jeff hardy and rvd all at seven points cd at five Robbie E, AJ Styles, and Bully Ray at a zero. Utterly based. Yep, fun times. And I wrote notes to myself of when explosion matches air because the explosion <laughs> matches air on tape delay. So I have to know when they air to catch up when their BFG matches are added to the scoreboard. That's so weird. They already filmed a BFG match that was filmed before this episode of Impact. But it but hasn't not. aired yet, so it doesn't count yet. What the fuck? That's so wild. Weird. Okay. Why is this so weird? 
Yeah, no kidding. So now we're backstage with Claire Lynch and Dixie Carter again. The, now all right, all right. It's going to get more interesting now. Come on. This is when the interviewer is asking for the context for all the inner, the, the evidence. Uh-huh. So the interview asks about the picture. And that, and that is when AJ told Dixie Carter that things are getting real bad with Claire Lynch, and they need her, and she really needs, you know, Dixie's help. And she was so emotional, and that's why AJ hugged her. Yeah, of course, naturally. Then, okay. All right. All right. What about uh, the hotel like a... video where Dixie yeah. is led into AJ's hotel room? It's because Claire had just gotten out of rehab. And she was going to meet Claire. They had, they were meeting in her hotel room, which is what I joked about in the front half. Yeah. <laughs> this is the funny one though. So they're like, oh, what about that phone call? And it's because Dixie and AJ were planning a surprise birthday party for Dixie's husband. <laughs> That's what yeah. that was about. That's why and if you want to hear the full unedited audio of the phone call, go to TNA.com because this is how we're getting fucking clicks, I guess. Lol. And they had, to make, they had to make sure we knew that Claire was not at the birthday party. Bro, bro. Okay. All right. This Claire tells all shit is so asinine. Like, she... And Dixie are so fucking boring in how they respond they to are. shit. Like, it's so low-key. Like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, was that how it was? Yeah, I guess it's how it was. Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of... No, were, 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 were you at the b- birthday party, Claire? Uh, no, I don't I don't think I was, no. Listen, uh, <laughs> listen, I don't mean to be mean to Claire Lynch because enough of the internet has been mean to Claire Lynch. <laughs> also, I see now why you were a character actor at Universal, Universal Studios, Studios and that is the... That is the as far as you've gotten in your career at this point. You, you, like, you know, everyone can grow. You might yeah, have needed man. a little more training there. Yeah. Now, um, now that said, that said, boring, the material she was given boring, to work with is also, also fucking awful. Yeah. But also, Dixie Carter being charismaless and terrible, that's that's part of the course that's, for Dixie that's probably yeah that's, that's just standard i don't expect that i didn't expect any more from her um my god so, it's okay so great boring. and it's then frankie so kazarian boring. is freaking out in hulk hogan's office and then he's like i can't do it man i can't tag with daniels anymore and hogan's like brother i'm all about account of being accountable around here dude which means well you got to go out and do the match tonight i already booked the match brother you're doing it <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, Hulk Hogan says, "Let's forget about all. Let's forget about integrity. Let's forget about integrity." Hulk Hogan, twenty twelve. Let's, talk, let's forget quote. about integrity. It's about accountability. Yeah, let's forget about. But but you know, n- nary a more perfect summation of Hulk Hogan's life have I heard than "Let's forget about integrity." He also doesn't believe Kaz that when Kaz like, "I'm a victim. I was blindsided by Daniels just like everyone else was." Hogan goes, "You made decisions here, brother." I don't know. I don't think. I think you knew more than you. I think you brother. knew the whole time. I think you knew the whole time, dude. So he, I, he, he I wants, know exactly what's going on all the time, dude. Be like me, so he brother. Wants Kaz, except what's going on with Sting. He he does not know what's going on with Sting. But we'll, well yeah, we'll get. <laughs> so Hogan tells Kaz he has to go out there and wrestle tonight, and you know, show everyone who he is. Woo hoo! And now we are at Speaking Brooke of Hogan. Hogan. Yes, we're at Brooke Hogan. 
She's with Miss Tessmacher and has got Miss Tessmacher a sponsorship deal with Impact's episodic episodic sponsor, Direct Auto Insurance. Yeah, we got you a great partnership with Direct Auto, brother. We got you. We we got you a great deal with a Direct Auto dude. Uh, and, and, she, and she's got all these fucking like i don't know framed pictures or some shit of her. why did, why did all their why did you frame all of the ads why what what are they what is that what is the point of those pictures it's just a direct auto ad but with brett with brooke tessmacher's face on it we got we got to get the titties for direct auto brother i guess so gail kim comes in to talk shit yeah and Gail she's Kim like, says she's the only real female wrestler. All others on yeah, the she impact says that all these girls are just cheap imitations of her. And Brooke needs to realize where her bread is buttered. And Gail is like, and, Bro- and Brooke says, Don't no, try to butter on, my bread. No, 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 I wrote that down for myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest line of the episode. Is- <laughs> Gail is like, I want my rematch. And she tells Tessmacher it's about class, not ass. And then Brooke is like, well, first of all, honey, I don't want your butter anywhere near my bread, dude. That's kind of, it's kind of gay. No, kind of gay, Jack. No homo, brother. No homo, brother. I don't want your butter anywhere near my bread, dude. I only want, I only want my daddy's butter near my bread, dude. No, no. Abort mission. No. No, make make work your brother, brother. <laughs> I definitely fucked up saying that. No, you said it let, right. I think let let work, brother. Let work, but are you up, my my darling daughter? Well, thanks, dude. The only, butter, mind, the, only butter you should, the only butter you should have near your bread, dude, is your work's butter. Well, thanks, Jack. I'll keep that in mind, dude. <laughs> Best running gag this ever. Is fucking, this, is fucking, this is fucking shit. Anyway, it's like don't tell me how to do my job, dude. And I was gonna talk to you, brother, but the champion comes first, and so your rematch is next week, brother. So you better get focused up, Jack. So next, the next match is another X Division qualifier. Rashad Cameron versus Mason Andrews. Let me let me go because I had a journey with this. Um uh so we get we get these two guys coming out. It's Rashad Cameron versus some motherfucker named Mason Andrews. And you know, just kind of like I'm like, all right, we got more X Division boys and they and they were going. Uh they I and, and I wrote a note of IDK who these guys are, but they are X-Divisioning it up, and I am here for it. And then I get a closer look at Mason Andrews' face, and I go, wait, wait, hold the fuck up. And I, I, I in my mind, because I have such amazing mental capabilities, I superimposed a beard onto that baby face chin, and I go, wait, wait a fucking minute. That's goddamn Scorpio Sky. What is he doing here? Reach for the Andrews. <laughs> That's that's his that's his catchphrase. That's reach reach for the end. I I that's that's what I say every time I go to watch Mary Poppins. Um, yeah. Hey. So Rashad hey, uh, Cameron, I also Rashad Cameron. I looked him up. Uh, he was a longtime regular in CZW Combat Zone Wrestling. Think of it ah, like uh, I've, I've actually been knockoff. 
I, I've actually watched, uh, uh, my cousin actually showed me a, a CZW, uh, match at Christmas. The, oh. they're like not, they're, they're not war games match where it was oh, like, okay, Eddie Kingston was like on a team. Um, Eddie Kingston was on a heel team and I forget who the fuck was the baby face team. I didn't know any of the other dudes. And, uh, they, they had to, uh, there were dudes at the top of a fucking like, trellis uh with the tag belts and they had to try to climb and get them uncuffed or something wait wait whoever the fuck booked czw is a fucked up man is what i learned uh oh, that's, who's that's definitely true. a little up his own ass um but no, anyway rashad cameron comes from czw he was blkgs and uh in czw i might that he might have been in that match i watched i'll have to look that up um Anyway, because it was it was but the he, BLK faction that was in that fucking war game. Oh uh, yeah, well he is in the BLK faction. He's BLKGs. Well, fuck, he might have been in that then. Okay, well I'll have to look that up. Anyway, yeah, who is the who is the rest of that faction? <laughs> Eddie Kingston was one of them. Yeah, yeah, he's in Philly's Most Wanted with Joker. I did know that because I booked because when I book indie feds in EW and EWR, I usually sign them because <laughs> they're good. Yeah, you 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 fucking get a lot of like these guys that just also happen to pop up on Impact. Um, yeah. So he is Rashad Cameron in TNA here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was um uh sexy Eddie, JC Bailey, Nate Webb, and Chris Cash versus Eddie Kingston, Jack yep. Evans, Ruckus, and 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 Black G's. I know. Yeah, this I, was... I know a lot of the. I know a lot of those names. Yeah, uh, I know Jack Evans. Jack, it, it was it was like baby Jack Evans is the match. It, this is a crazy yeah. match. As a as I know a boy, Nate, I know Nate Webb because his gimmick is coming out the teenage used to be coming out the teenage dirt bag the teenage, and the entire crowd bag. sing the song. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that which, before. which is a song I somehow only learned recently. I I like heard it. I heard teenage dirt bag like very recently for the first time, and then and then my fucking cousin shows me this video, and I'm like, wait, I know that song. Yes. Tremendous. Anyway, uh, go watch that match, just as a sidebar. Um, anyway, so, uh, yes, Rashad Cameron versus uh, Mason Andrews, Black G's versus uh, Scorpio, Reach for the Andrews Sky. Um, and yep. it, it, it sure, sure did some, uh, uh, sure did some X-Divisioning. Uh, it's a Mason pretty dope Andrews. spot fest, I'll have you know. Oh yeah, no, it, it, nearly, it, it was it was nearly solid. Immediate, nearly immediately, Mason Andrews does a corkscrew tope con here low to the outside. Insane, <laughs> fuck, fucked up, man. So so goddamn crazy. Wild ass shit. Uh, I mean, Mason also, is like, uh, but then like Rashad Evans and uh, Rashad Cameron, not Rashad. Where did I get Evans? Yeah, Jack, from? Rashad, Jack Evans, I mentioned that probably Rashad Cameron does this thing where he like where Mason Andrews is jumping up midair and Rashad like drop kicks him out of the air. Oh my God. This is these guys. I have never seen Scorpio sky move like this before. Like I know he's, I know he's good, but I've never seen him move like ah, this. when he was young. Fair enough. You know, that, 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 that beard adds a lot of weight, you know, it tends, tends to slow you down. Uh, yeah, what, age, um, what age was he when he came into, he came into AEW when he was like 35. So, Jesus you know, Christ. He'd been That's working, the, he's been wrestling since 2002. So, you know, 
That's that's so. I didn't realize he was that old. I thought he was younger. No, he's forty now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Well, anyway. Uh. Yes. Just. Just crazy flippy shit from both of these guys. The work do be rating. In fact. That yeah. Is yeah. Uh. Um. Uh. Da, 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 anything. Uh. Us. We can just cut to the end here because again, it's a lot of like classic flippy boy X division shit happening. Rashad Evans goes to the top rope. Mason Andrews counters to the top rope. Hurricane Rana, sick as hell. Uh, oh my god! And then you get this in- kind of interesting finish of like Rashad whips Mason Ryan goes and Mason Ryan, Jesus fucking hell! Rashad Cameron whips Mason Andrews into the corner. But Mason slows up because the ref is in the corner. And then when the ref moves out of the way, Rashad drop kicks Mason into the turnbuckle face first. And then Rashad Cameron hits a jumping DDT. Uh, it kind of looked like MVP's one of MVP's finishing moves. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I, I don't know nearly as much about MVP. I've seen him wrestle, but I don't know all that much about him. Now I gotta look up his finishers because I it's the same finisher. Oh like, really? The playmaker. That's it. Oh well, like, there we go. I think that's the I'm pretty sure it's called the playmaker. Um so I was like, hey, I've seen that move before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't fucking know, but it was it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was cool. Oh, I think our truth does it too. At least he has that move. Does in the he? Game. I think R Truth has that move in the game. That's what I'm saying. That might be what a I'm ju- j- wait jumping like the jumping, jumping DDT that Rashad did. I think R Truth. Oh fuck! You're right. You're right because it's it's not like some crazy head scissors shit, but that is like no, he, it's he just like a, it's like a jump up. up and you like and you like flip your legs way up in the air and then and drop them. He's fucking plants. I don't I don't think R Truth is yeah. that fancy about it though. I think he just jumps and plants you. Yeah, yeah, he's not that fancy about it, but it is this. I think it's the same base move. Fuck. All right. Well, that's sick as hell. We, I, I do love me some truth, so even better. Um, but yeah, because uh, I, actually, I actually do like semi main is our truth in the two K game, so I actually do know that. <laughs> yeah. So our, but Rashad Cameron gets the win. It's the yeah, direct Rashad auto Cameron. insurance impact of the night. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, it was funny because it felt like Mason Andrews was dominant for a lot of this match, and then at the very end, Rashad Cameron just got like a few, a few like, cr- like random ass moves, and and then gets the pin. Woohoo! Um, owned. Um, oh, get owned. Bitch. So Christy interviews Rashad, and he's like, "Everyone in TV Land feels like they're looking at the new X Division champion, and everyone in the Impact Zone is seeing the Rashad Cameron movement." And then he goes, hey, by the way, next time. It's not Philadelphia, PA. It's Philly. 215. Philly all day. Scream at me. He really, uh, yeah, he's like, trying, he's he's trying really to be Rey Philly. Mysterio here, I guess. That he, he wants you to know he is from Philly. Absolutely. That so doesn't get Rashad, a pop, unlike Green Bay. So Very Rashad Cameron is going to Destination X. Oh, gaga. And fucking so now. The uh, Hulkster has uh, Jeff Hardy and James Storm in his office, but he's currently on the phone <laughs> getting an, uh, a medical so update funny. on Sting. He's just he's just got his two like two of his 
two two of his boys here just fucking standing there. Um, mm. but he's on this call. He's like, yeah, no, I I, I haven't heard of, I, I haven't heard anything new about Sting, brother. Oh, it's it's really interesting. Oh, I well, well, let's keep an eye on him, dude. Uh, listen, I gotta go. I got two of my top stars right. Or what does he say? Two of my top stars are here. I gotta take this meeting right now, bro. Yeah, so basically, so so Sting, he calls a meeting. So the, it's it's the fact they call a meeting. He 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 calls it a meeting, and yet when his two top stars show up for this meeting, he's fucking on a he's call. On the phone. Well, dumbass. So and and, and 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 they use this to transition into like James Storm and Jeff Hardy being like, "Yeah, how is Sting doing?" and and. Hulk Hogan drambles. He's like, well, he's good, but he's not good enough, brother. Uh, listening, listening to Hulk Hogan like talk like normal business shit is it's like it's like fucking Michael Scott. It's like it's like child playing office. It's like business, business meeting, meeting. Well, yeah, that's what we're waiting for. I do business, brother. I do a business down at the factory, dude. <laughs> the business factory, brother. Yeah. So. Anyway, Hogan talks up Storm, Storm and Hardy, how great they are, and they he announces they will main event next week on Impact. <laughs> yes, which how 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 in the fuck Austin has Hogan managed to set up like two the the, the past two weeks we've watched this Hogan sets up main events, both of them featuring Jeff Hardy. Funny enough, and he manages to do both of those in like the most boring fucking ways possible. There, there is no build-up to these main events other than Hulk Hogan being like, yeah, I just think it's a really good idea, dude. I think we gotta have they're my just two doing, they're, And they're both face versus face. They're, they're just like, doing the vo- It's all the voyeur cam, baby. Oh my god, the voyeur cam makes everything so fucking weird. So two, two weeks in a row, Hogan has managed to very boringly set up some high-profile main events. Let's go. Yeah, so... It's funny that he talked about Jeff Hardy as like one of his main is one of his favorites to win the BFG when Jeff Hardy is currently fifth, tied for fifth, Woo-hoo. and not even close to the top at all, really. Not not remotely. <laughs> but he but he wasn't called out for open fight night, brother. Yeah. So what do you want? Um. Yeah, staring anyway, at James look, with James Storm in the room stares at Jeff Hardy. You're my favorite to win, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's time for the gut check challenge. <clears throat> oh, yeah, okay. Come out. Taylor Hendricks comes out. So this <laughs> is crazy then that this is a shoot because that means they'll just have gut checks where they'll bring a motherfucker out who doesn't know they're about to get rejected and just have him get rejected live in yeah. front of a crowd. That's yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you want? Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, they, they're that, running a story about Billy Ryan. That your hiring practice, brother. I mean, they're running a story about Joey Ryan getting rejected. But other than that, yeah, I mean, this is shoot skis. They're not, you know. So poor act- Taylor Hendricks is legitimately, has he no idea. He doesn't know, I assume. That's so, they- so sometimes, like, we just see dudes get rejected and, and they're That's like, it. oh, well, yeah. that sucks. And then they leave and never come back. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, TNA is the, the, the hiring happens on screen. The firings happen on screen. Isn't it great? Yeah. Feast or fired baby. And sometimes that's a fucking shoot too, which is so yep. man, Jesus Christ. Why TNA? Why? Why is TNA? Okay. Um, so, anyway, so they, they get, they get her. Jeremy Borash here is doing the interviews. Uh, Jeremy Borash. asks Taz how he votes and Taz says, yes, I vote. Of course yes. he does. 
He goes, Yay. well, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, yes. Which, okay. All right, so as Al Snow is bloviating about what he's, uh, how he's going to vote here, then okay. Joey Ryan oh, 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 is oh, oh, in oh. the crowd making oh, yeah, a go for that. Yes, and uh, yeah, which I didn't realize this was happening. So I see a sign that says 87% can't be wrong, Joey Ryan, and I go, oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Joey Ryan has pulled Twitter and that and has said that they that they all think he was wrong to get to get <laughs> rejected. Here he is, boys. Here he is, world. So he's here just to be like, pick me, pick me, pick me. So they run a worked angle in the middle of this shoot fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Why does it look this? What, 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 you got nothing? You got nothing got for nothing that? Really. No, I, I got nothing really. Okay, so Al Snow, I need to talk about this. So Al Snow knows her, I, I guess. Um, which, uh, he, I, he already knows her, which, why the fuck didn't he say anything about that in the, like, previous segment we saw that he already knows, which, which makes it even weirder that he's speculating that she'll become a diva to, in, in the future if you build her up. You know her, Al? Yeah, why well, LOL, you... she was in, she was in OV-dub. Well, that's the thing, that's the thing, so I made a quip about oh this is actually al snow on a conspiracy to keep her in ovw and then i was like wait was she actually in ovw yes she was and when she got the impact contract she was immediately sent the fuck back to ovw for developmental al snow's just trying to hold on to his own homegrown talent that's it that's why he votes no i'm convinced is he just wanted to fucking keep her trapped in ovw amazing yeah, oh my after, god. After security takes out takes Joey Ryan away and they actually get back on track here. Al Snow is like, yeah, you know, I just don't think you're ready. No. Um, and but now when it is a oh, one-to-one, the the wrestlers get one opportunity to kick out one last time. AKA Which again, so fucked up that this is that this is not worked. What's it's not fuck? really that it's 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 not really worked here no but taylor is like you know someone somewhere gave all of you a chance and that's all i'm asking for and i'm gonna fight to stay here and prove i belong blah 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 then um bruce pritchard is like i, I like you taylor i don't love you but i like you and you know you're inexperienced you're green you're kind of rough around the edges and i don't know if he he he's he doesn't know if she's tough enough, if she's quite ready for prime time. Great. Glad you're just burying her out the gate here, bud. Uh, but unlike some other jerk coming out here for two more minutes of fame, she's got heart and she's got class and they can work with that. Which Bruce again, the votes, fact that yes. They, oh my God. It's this even more fucked up. This isn't that this isn't work because like a, it has the structure of like, the one yes, the one no, and then Pritchard being the deciding vote. So and, so obnoxious. I mean, I'm sure they pre-planned that for drama purposes, even if sure, like but a, but then but then the but then it's the fact that they had the Joey Ryan spot, and then Pritchard references the Joey Ryan thing as part of his decision of like unlike some people. What the fuck? 
stupid. It's so stupid. But yes, she got a contract. And then I looked this up, which is how I knew that she was. So she got the contract, was immediately sent to OVW for developmental, had like three actual matches on Impact TV, lost like all of them, and then uh, and then was released. And she was even being like, yeah. And, and to be fair to her, she was even considering asking for her release before they, like, before Impact made the call for her. Because she's like, yeah, I'm not, like, really getting any fucking opportunities in this company. Amazing! So, Al Snow's evil plan worked. <laughs> he still found a way. It's, like, truly amazing how fucking shit the gut check gimmick is it's so stupid my brain has melted a little bit like the claire lynch stuff is also fucking dumb but this is somehow even dumber than the because like it's just the the weird like not work nature of it is just bizarre and annoying and why are we doing the fact that by far the most featured gut check contestant up to this point is the one they voted no on because the first guy was Alex Silva. Who the fuck is that? And I assume not he... Alex. Oh, no, Alex Reynolds. Never mind. Uh, yeah. No, who the fuck good. who? Alex Silva, who won and then did nothing. Joey Ryan, who was voted no, who they are currently running an angle with about how he got voted no. And then Taylor Hendricks, who they voted yes and will do nothing with. Is that it? Are there no other gut checks after this? Oh, no, there are. Don't worry about that. Uh, oh. There is Sam Shaw, who is the f- future Dexter Loomis, probably the biggest oh. name person involved in these. But not yeah. not for Impact, baby. Not really. Chris Louie, who, the, who not didn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh, Evan, Mar- Evan Markopoulos, uh, who is uh, also never done shit. Um, uh, Kristen York, I know him because he was in the ECW for a hot for a little bit, and then uh, also doesn't really do anything. I I feel like he won a belt. Did he win a belt in TNA? I thought he won a belt in TNA. No, no, he did not. That's my mistake. Uh, Wes Briscoe, I guess he might be considered one of the biggest. There's an argument he's the biggest name winner here. Um, Who? Son of... uh, of uh Jack of nephew of Jack Briscoe, son of Gerald Briscoe. Oh, okay, sure, and I he, guess. Because he's part of Aces and Eights later. That's that's it. Oh god. He's also one of the few to uh win their tryout match. He beat Garrett Bischoff. Ha! Well, based. And then January, and then we get the re- the revival when it's a when you when it was two wrestlers facing each other. Um, Jay Bradley won out over Brian Cage. Oh, oh yeah. boy, that's yeah, so that happened. Up. That's so uh, fucked up. Lady Tapa, who I know she might actually be the most she might be the most successful TNA person here, is I think. She, uh, who did she ever win the? She, no, she didn't do shit either. But she was featured on TV for a while while she was here. Well, Lady Tapa nice. beat out Eva Lee. 
in a gut what? check challenge. So and like Jesus Christ, Dario Cueto's in the audience, just like writing down names of like who can I lap up that didn't. Alternate get timeline where Brian Cage and Ivelisse Velez go to Impact, go to TNA, and Jay Bradley and Lady Tapa go to Lucha Underground. Outstanding. Then uh, Adam Pierce and Magno. Adam Ooh. Pierce. Yeah, I know him, but a, a, a Magno. Magno, not Magnus. Magno. Uh, funny enough, Magno got picked out over Adam Pierce, and then they didn't vote him in. That's the fun thing too, is they have two guys wrestle each other, then they pick who they're gonna vote on, but they don't. But they then they do the yes no thing. So like they could pick neither of them in the end to get signed. What the and then, fuck? Okay. Then uh, Adam Owner and Ryan Howe, neither of them have Wikipedia pages. Truly a good I truly a good point here. Um then they did a TNA gut check one night only pay-per-view where the whole gimmick was the winner got an appearance, got to appear on Impact. That was won by Tavita Fafita. Oh, that's Tonga Loa. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, that's Tonga Loa? Yeah, so he won that so one. So one actual guy. Uh, funny enough, um, the other people involved in this gut check, uh, in case you're wondering, are uh, Martin Stone, who is Danny Burch in WWE for a while, uh, John, John Davis. Uh, um, uh, okay, so they made the gimmick here where like, you had eight people compete, and if you won your tryout match, you got to go to a match in the main event, and then you had, and then the winner of that match gets the wins the wins the gut check. You see, that's so fucked up. Then uh, Sean Ricker, who is the future uh, L.A. Knight, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, um, wait, but he was, but he was uh, the, the Eli Drake. He would come back. He would leave. Well, he he does this one night only thing, and then he uh, then they eventually sign him to be Eli Drake. Pretty soon after this, actually. Yeah. But anyway, so then uh, Tony Kazina, who doesn't have a name, Crimson. Hey, how how why is he in this? I thought he was already whatever. Um, Tavita Fatita, that is uh Tongaloa, Pepper Parks. Yeah, we've seen him before. And Dalton Castle was in this. Oh, and, and in shit. the end, and in the end, they had the winner, Pitongaloa. Uh, okay, so. so one actual name that has actually fucking won this shit, and all the rest who actually went on to be shit are like losers. Uh, or, 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 or yeah. So really, winning a gut check is a fucking death knell in your career for any is. kind of mainstream success. It really is. Um, I think you could probably argue that one. Then they revived it, and they did a couple. There's been a couple of people that it wasn't even on TV. They just did a camp and then announced the winner on on air. Well, that's a lot better, isn't it? Because you're not yeah. like fucking whoring these people out for me. content and then not giving them jobs. But then the next winner was the winners are Shogun, Jason Hotch, Jack Price, Harley Hudson, and Mike D. None of them have Wikipedia pages. Only one of them I know of that actually appeared on Impact, which was Jason Hotch. He's part of the Good Hands tag team, so he is arguably up there as the most and one of the more successful gut check winners. 
Holy fucking fuck. All this to gut, say that gut, gut check, check sucks ass. Gut check fucking sucks, dude. This is the worst. This this is the worst idea of them all. What the fuck? This Who is, is genuinely shitty. This? this is genuinely shittier than the NXT reality show era. Yeah, seriously. I will, I will argue for that for days. Because like, because this shit is just fucking exploitative. Like the at reality least, show is at least NXT. At least WWE tried to like make do with the NXT reality show people. Like most of them do something in WWE, not necessarily for a long time, but you yeah, know, well. they WWE tries to end up using most of the people they have on the NXT reality show, including it's the winner. Start. You know. Yeah, especially the winners, especially the winners. But no, fuck you. Yeah. So gut check sucks. Good. That amazing. It really does. Woo-hoo. Okay. Uh, then backstage, back on track here. Backstage, Kurt Angle is talking to AJ Styles. And he's just like, it's happy to put us all behind him. The old AJ Styles is back. And AJ His reveals in the game, brother. AJ reveals that he's got Christopher Daniels at Destination X and a last man standing match. Well, that's 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 interesting. That'll be exciting. Yeah, and then Kurt and AJ laugh about how Daniels and Kazarian are more divided than ever. We got this in the bag. Womp womp. You got womp. this. Woo. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure that's great. The time um, for our main event. It's time for the main event. Uh, yes, it is main event time. The tag team match to to determine to 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 put this shit to rest once and for all. Um. And I mean, it's just fucking, it's, it's solid. I do have a bunch of, I do have a bunch of like random match notes here, but just overall impression from the get go. It's just a solid match. I mean, these are like four of the top guys in impact in terms of like, not only like star power, but talent, uh, it, it tremendous. They're, they're all great. Uh, CD for the moonsault early on, but AJ gets his knees up. Um, cause his head is back in the game. And also, I, I, I love um, that when they did their entrance, when Daniels tried to do the normal entrance and Kazarian just blew right past him. Oh, yeah. Malf- they're, 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 they are not coexisting. Um, no, they're not. Uh, Kurt gets tagged in at one point and just fucking, I think it was Kaz. Gra- like, Kaz is, like, on the on the apron. He just grabs him and fucking flips him. Like, just just with one arm, just fucking pulls him yeah. over the rope and just Kurt down angle the mat. the highest angle German suplexes I think I've ever seen in my life. Holy shit. He's, he's like, Brock Lesnar is, is put to shame right now. Fuck, man. Yeah, because Kaz was flying. This is, this is not Suplex City. This is goddamn Suplex County, motherfucker. Yep, suplex state, Stu- um, suplex country. Even you know, fuck. Many people are saying this. Yeah, uh, so the straps <laughs> come down, and then Kurt suplexes Daniels too, and then yeah. So he suplexes the fuck out of Daniels. Daniels, while still in Kurt's grasp, manages to stumble forward to Kaz, who is like in the ring on against the, on the, the ropes. Rope. Yeah. Yeah. He gra- he grabs at Kaz uh and Kaz fucking elbows him in the face. And 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 he gets his ass back to getting more suplexes. Yeah. From Kurt but then Angle. that but then Kaz does fight back. He gets a huge TKO cutter. Yo to, well well uh, well he he uh 
because Kurt tries to angle lock Kurt, him, yeah. and 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 he fucking like kicks angle. He like he like monkey kicks angle into the fucking corner from from like low down. Yep. It's crazy. AJ tags in. He hits a phenomenal forearm. He just goes to town on CD. Crazy springboard when he tags in too. Like just just yep. gets all of the air. Like this man can just goddamn fly. I'm convinced. Yep. AJ goes for the clothesline. Daniels ducks and he hit and AJ hits Kaz. Uh, then Daniels knocks Kurt Angle into the referee, Brian Hebner. Oh. Uh, and then with the referee down, Christopher Daniels grabs a chair. And the CD goes for the swing. Kaz stops him and grabs the chair. AJ hits a Pele kick. And then Kaz flips off Daniels, which is uh, which- censored. Yeah, it has a it has a bit less impact <laughs> when it's when it's when his whole fucking arm is like censored for flipping off CD. And then but, you Kaz know, tells him to tells AJ to finish this. So okay, Rolls AJ sets ring. up for the Styles Clash. Kaz immediately turns around <laughs> and hits AJ in the back with the chair. Well, no, because no, what he does is he dips out of the ring, goes around to the like backside to like where AJ has his back turned to. Gets back in the ring with the chair and sets up and hits. Oh my god, that was we crazy. have all been swerved. We it's have a been double swerved swerve. when we drive. Yeah, so I guess he and CD must have just had this plan from the get go. Yep. Either that, or he was just fucking with CD too, because CD himself seems a little surprised by this. Anyway, Daniels and Kaz win the belts back off this. Dixie is yelling from. I forgot to mention that Claire and Dixie are sitting ringside here. They're sitting ringside. <laughs> Dixie's and pissed Claire, about this. Dixie's like, what are you doing? She, you know, Dixie, the CEO of Impact, has no power to change this since she saw the shenanigans happen. She no saw this no shit happen. happen and does nothing about it. Yeah, I just kind of headcanon. I'm like, I, I just kind of headcanon that, that like all wrestling promoters accept that that bullshit shenanigans help keep things interesting. And so they can't set a precedent for re- for changing shit. That's fair. So it's too it's dangerous. A, we have all been swerved. Been swerved. It's double. It's a double swerve. And then, holy shit, this is nuts. So you want an explosive, David? Well, here we are. Okay. Christopher well, yeah, Daniels please. gets the microphone. And he's like, Dixie, turn that frown upside down. There's plenty of reason for you to be happy as well. I mean, your friend Claire, she told the truth. Well, no, 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 no. Before, but well, one, one thing, one quick thing, one quick thing before he says that, he he opens with, we are the world tag team champions of the world. And then he paused for a moment and he goes, and I meant to say that. <laughs> X, big fucking X, XCD. Yeah. So... Christopher Daniels in the most out of nowhere line of the night, maybe in history. <laughs> Obviously, you can see that she's pregnant. Yeah, okay, so here's the did... thing. Here's the thing is I was fucking saying that last week. So I am not surprised by this because as soon as she walked out in that fucking purple ass uh, shirt that, w- the, the, that has like the little like skirty part toward the stomach. I was like, oh, she's pregnant. I just assumed that the whole time. You can get a little, you can get a little bump there. It's a bit like, yeah. I want to emphasize that right now is the first time they even mentioned, they didn't even hint that she's pregnant until right now. 
again, like, I can visually see it, and 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 CD lamp lampshades that he's like, she's clear. You you can see she's very visibly pregnant, and I'm like, well, yeah, I was wondering if that was a little fucking bump there. But this is the first time anyone has mentioned it at all. Yes, that <laughs> and is I'm like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. what she didn't tell you about her blessing, which is funny, he put that in quotes, in air quotes, yes. is that the bastard's daddy is AJ Styles. Oh, right? God. This isn't an God, angle about drug addict Claire Lynch. This is an angle about AJ Styles' baby daddy, Claire, uh, AJ, uh, Claire Lynch's baby daddy, AJ Styles. Two drug addict Claire Lynch. Which, Correct. oh boy, the implications of that are fun. You think about that for more than two seconds, and it's like, wait a minute. She has a major drug problem. And this family friend who was supposedly helping her knocked her up. And she doesn't deny shit. So she is like, are... absolutely, that's what happened. <laughs> so As we will see later in the arc. She will talk more about this. So, so. Uh, just, just give me a little bit of a taste. Do we... Do, do we acknowledge at all the horrifying implications of the the consent issue that could be happening here? Well, there is a consent issue. It's not quite what the one you're talking about, but we will get oh, there. Oh, no. Okay. We'll get uh, there, I think, next time. Actually, next time we'll get there. Oh, my there. fucking God. Oh, my God. So after, like, an hour and a half of the most, like, boring little fucking check-ins on Claire. All of a sudden, oh, yeah, we have pivoted to, so she is, in fact, pregnant. And AJ is the baby daddy. And it's all fucking fucked up again. Uh, and, and CD goes, congratulations, AJ. I'm sure it'll be a phenomenal baby. Uh -huh, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. And, and, and that's the thing. I didn't add that laugh in. I'm, yeah. I'm quoting it. <laughs> no, and then on the outside, Dixie's just like, what? Are you kidding me? What? And, and, and yeah, what, what, what? And Claire's what, actor what, continues what? to be very bad at doing a crying face. Let's go. Get used Claire's to actor continues face. to look like she's smiling Get, as she cries. Get used to crying face Claire Lynch. With no tears coming down and a somehow smile spread across her face. So, hey. yeah. So you were wondering where this, why we started with, I'm Claire Lynch, I'm a drug addict. Because the real story here is I'm Claire Lynch and I'm pregnant with AJ Styles' baby. What the fuck? <laughs> and as we all know, there are only two and a, two and a half ways that a wrestling pregnancy storyline can go. And I highly doubt that Claire Lynch is about to give birth to a hand. So that, <laughs> so that knocks it down to a coin flip. Bro, it's time for Claire Lynch to take a bump. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, oh, she's going to take a bump. All right. <laughs> so you so she'll be taking two bumps. <laughs> Which will be the cause of the miscarriage? Tune in later to find out. Fuck this. What? So, the yeah. Fuck? 
<laughs> what? I think it's truly hilarious. Oh my god! How much AJ Styles is the most like well-known family man in wrestling (laughs) and they continue to then create storylines where the implication is that AJ Styles is fucking other women. They're trying to manifest so like not even just this arc here where it's where it's assumed he fucked Dixie for like four months and then it was actually he fucked Claire. (laughs) There he also had a gimmick where he would he became Ric Flair's protege and just did all the Playboy Nature Boy shit that oh Ric Flair fu- does. Oh yeah, I fucking I've heard Deadlock talking about this and how it's yep. dumb. It's how dumb. It's, really for the, dumb. it's dumb for the same reason. It's like everybody like knows worst, who he's about. The worst era in AJ Styles' career by far. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god. So that was awful. The again, it's so weird. This is so different than the fucking Katie Vick storyline. Because in the Katie Vick storyline, everything sucked. And here it's like, it's mostly cool. But that like, okay, no, the uh, fuck Austin Aries, fuck option C, fuck gut check, and fuck Claire Lynn. But like the sura- the the filler shit is all great. I love these random little matches we're getting. The Bound for Glory stuff is fucking stupid. Okay, the Bound for Glory is stupid, but the matches are good. So okay, at least unlike Katie Vick, I amend my statement a little bit. At least unlike Katie Vick, we're getting good fucking matches. At least, at least I have that. I have something to anchor me to keep me sane. But everything that is happening around that to justify these matches happening. <laughs> It's so fucking moronic. Oh my god. I'm not angry like I was with Katie Vick. I'm just I'm just confused. I why are we still here in 2012? Why is wrestling still like this in 2012? Who how have we not learned better? <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. Oh and to god. think we are so close to aces and eights starting simultaneously. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck me, because we're we're getting the tw- the hints of like, oh god, who took out Sting? Like, let's oh, go. The who took out Sting? Shit. We will uh, soon NWO be getting NWO 2.0. Here we NWO, go. NWO Sons of Anarchy edition is coming <laughs> soon. Back at you, work, work. Back at you, work, work. Fuck this. Oh my god. Oh, so that uh, happened. That's fun. Uh, what a What's fun gonna happen next, Austin? What a fun time on TNA Impact this week. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, all right. Throw the next one at me. What's come? What's coming up next? Oh, Fuck. I think you'll. I'm sure you'll appreciate this one more. Um, all right. So next week, you know, we are taking it way back to Whoa. 1985. Oh, oh, fuck this. Yes, we're in this angle. Okay, I'm actually excited yeah, for this one. Yes. So, it is time. So, it, we're going back to 1985, but we're not going to the WWF, dude. We are taking it down to Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, the home of the NWA. Yes! And we are on the road to Starcade 1985. Yes! so exciting yes noobs and knockouts what if we are we are exploring the the life and times of uh the dude whose name i can't remember 
right now. Uh, but it's did the who's the guy? Oh, Magnum TA. That's what Magnum I TA. Which I, I, I he got name dropped in Iron Claw, and I went, I know that name now. Yeah, because so we're gonna Magnum. We're gonna get some of Magnum TA, but we're also gonna be here for because let's the big plot thread going into our next episode is a little a little feud between the Nate boy Rick Flair, oh, woo, and woo. the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. <gasps> the, 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 the Dream Daddy. We're getting we're, 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 we're getting the Dream Daddy. We're getting the road. The main event. The main event of Starcade '85 is Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes. Main event for the Dusty Rhodes. Let's fucking go! Oh, I'm so strapped see, in for this. Because you see, and this this next episode we're going to be watching is going to be giving us kind of the you know this happened on a house show, and so uh, now yeah. we're finally getting the televised events here, but. And on September 29th, 1985, in the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia, Rick, Rick Flair defeated Nikita Koloff in a steel cage match. And after the yeah. match, Nikita and his and Ivan Koloff attacked Rick Flair until Dusty Rhodes came in for the save. But after that, a shock twist happened when Ole and Arn Anderson appeared to attack Dusty Rhodes and injure his ankle. Oh shit. And then but so suddenly what is this new alignment between Rick Flair, Ole Anderson and Arn Anderson? Oh, well, 3 instead of 4, but but you know, we're getting there. Yes, this is the birth of the Horsemen. The Horsemen. Let's fucking go. Okay, that's fucking crazy. Oh fuck, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, this is this is gonna be good. I'm yeah, excited. I mean, fuck Ric Flair, but everything else, fuck yeah, dude. Holy there, shit! There Main eventer, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. All right, I'm excited. Yep. All right. So that's for next time. Until then, David, hit our plugs. Yes, sir. Dear friends, thank you all so much for joining us on yet another episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. We are so delighted to have you here. Uh, uh, you know, returning listeners, viewers, what have you, you know the truth. Thank you all so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever the hell it is used to consume our content. We're just so happy to have you here and, you know, that you keep coming back. We love you guys. New people. Hey, hi, how's it going? Welcome to the show. We here at the Noobs and Knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike so whether you're brand new to the wild wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit either way we are so happy that you're here we hope you had a great time here we hope you want to keep uh coming back to have a great time with us week after week after week and i'm going to make sure you know all the ways you can do so first of all of course you can find us on youtube we are the noobs and knockouts podcast on youtube hit subscribe ring that bell make sure it turns a nice little salad color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode uh uh and and you know all all that other good shit, you know, give us that sweet, sweet engagement with likes and comments. If you're so inclined, uh, check out all of our playlists. Cause Austin is kind enough to organize all of the storylines that we follow into their own separate playlists. So you can follow something all the way down without having to skip around a whole lot. It's great. Uh, and of course you can see our, our beautiful, lovely faces and, uh, and how often I've had to fucking sip from my water bottle over the course of this episode. <laughs> curse the curse. These winter illnesses. Hmm. But yes, all that good shit uh, for for your vi the the visual feast here on uh, the YouTube version of Doofed and Knockouts. But 
If you're a fan of the audio-only version, we have you covered there. You can find us on three of the best places to find your podcast, which, of course, are Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Come give us a listen there. Download our show. Uh, you can also give us uh, some of that sweet, sweet engagement by uh, giving us ratings and reviews. You know, if you're so inclined, maybe some some, some nice five stars if you're, if you're feeling generous. And, and maybe some reviews that say, hey, these guys are pretty cool. Maybe more people should be listening to them. You know, just, just speaking off the dome here. Uh, um, all that, All that good stuff. It helps out the show a lot uh if you're a fan of us it means a lot to us etc etc do your part we love the engagement thank you so much uh, no but seriously come and come enjoy us over on the audio only as well as the video youtube spotify google podcast apple podcast uh on top of all of that we do exist shockingly past this little void we find ourselves in every week um uh, if you want to uh, come follow us, find us on some social media platforms. You can do that as, as, as well. Primarily, we are on Twitter at Noobs and Noxpod. That's at Noobs, the letter N, Noxpod on Twitter. Come check us out there. Give us a follow. You know, we do the whole the whole wrestling Twitter IWC shit. We we do memes. We do discourse. We you know all that whatever. Uh, uh, we we get into. Uh, uh, little arguments that make us want to blow our brains out. Who doesn't? Uh, uh, we we put up a post every single time we drop a brand new episode, so you guys always know what the hell is going on with the show. Uh, and of course, uh, the highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on TBS. We are watching and tweeting all about AEW Dynamite, uh, talking all that good shit, enjoying the show, interacting with all y'all, uh, and and you know just just having a good time with it. Uh, I on top of that, uh, when I have the time to, I I I've kind of taken taken to be in charge of the live tweeting when I have the time to. Not much recently, but you know I try sometimes. If it, as a, as a special treat, I'll be watching uh, AEW Rampage at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on TNT and AEW Collision uh, at 8 p.m. on TNT on Saturday nights because they are all right for fighting. Indeed. Um, so always be sure to check out the Twitter, see if we're tweeting up a storm when, when those AEW shows are on, uh, that's kind of my forte on top of all of that. Austin, the knockout likes to, uh, keep himself, uh, updated on all of the kind of major happenings with the major wrestling promotions in America, especially their pay-per-views, uh, and likes to tell you guys about what the hell's going on for a, for a myriad of reasons. Sometimes he even tweets about them. Uh, my friend, what is on the docket uh, coming up? Oh, hello! Didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! He was doing a bit. Oh, oh, gee, oh! Hello. You scared me with that one. Oh God! Ding dong! So, uh, coming on the. I just thought of it and wanted to do it. Um, <laughs> fucking hell! Uh, so upcoming for the WWE. Uh, first, if you want to watch that weekly, you can do so for now. They're changing over all sorts of channels and shit right now. Indeed, uh, indeed. Right now, you can watch Raw on the USA Network at 8 p.m. on Mondays and SmackDown on Fox at 8 p.m. on Fridays. Um, so right now, they are building to the Royal Rumble uh, match. 30 men and women will then Money. enter, and the winners of each... One man. And woman. One woman will win world title matches at WrestleMania 40. Uh, up, So that's obviously happening right now. And then we also have Roman Reigns defending the Uwu Championship against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. Yeah. 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 yeah speaking of, speaking of AJ guys. Styles, that's, that's fucking crazy. That, that's a crazy fucking four-way to do. That's, that's yeah. wild. 
And then we also have Logan Paul. Yeah, that one. Defending the United States Championship against Kevin Owens. Oh, boy. I I sure hope Kevin Owens kills him. Uh, (laughs) That would be sweet. I don't know if he will. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not super optimistic. But it'd be nice. Yeah, if you want to watch the Royal Rumble, which you should. It's great. It's always fun. The the Royal Rumble is great. Absolutely, you can do so on Peacock. Uh, the these that's where WWE streams all their shit live. Then wow. upcoming for TNA. Speak of uh, the devil. By the time this airs, they will have re with this announced. They will have rebranded themselves back to TNA after, TNA. after being Impact Wrestling for quite a few years now. Uh, but they're back at TNA. They just had a pay per view, Hard to Kill. Uh. It, they all, they only do four or five pay-per-views a year. You know, they, they understand they only have so big of an audience. But in the in-between, they have monthly live specials on TNA+. Plus. They're streaming hey, Which has been Especially. rebranded. And, 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 and hey, after we talk some shit about it in the front half, it's been made a little more user-friendly. Good job, guys. Yeah, at the very least, finding, like, if you want to find, like, the wrestling find stuff. Find the weekly Non-wrestling TV, stuff yeah. is just lost in the ether. Shh, like, But, you know, we're working on it. We're working we'll take on what it we can get. There are apparently some lost episodes of Impact in 2012. I saw, they skipped like two weeks of content oh. on the on the player. That was uh, that was also on the VH the the explosion VHS that got taped over. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but upcoming. Uh, if you want to watch TNA every week, you can do so on Access TV at 8 p.m. on Thursdays, or in what is probably the easier method to do that for most people. Uh, is if you get a YouTube subscription, one a dollar a month, you can get a TNA live every week at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, commercial free. Outstanding. So on these monthly pay-per-view events, and up next, monthly uh, TNA Plus events will be No Surrender on February 23rd. Oh, uh, obviously, we don't know title. anything about that yet, uh, but that is what's up next for TNA is No Surrender. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Then for the AEW upcoming for, the for them is Revolution, Revolution. on March 3rd. Right now we only got one match, and boy howdy, do we got a big one here. As we it is got Sting's final match. Sting's same, final match. In the same building where he faced Ric Flair at the Clash of Champions in March in 1988 at Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yes, it is yet to be officially announced. The the uh, the heavy implication is a tag match of Sting and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks, the which is going to be has all, half the internet has oh already melted down about this. Half the internet has already decided that that half the internet has has apparently forgotten that Sting has said he doesn't want to go out on a singles match and that he wants to tag with Darby. Uh, and they're and 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 they're pissed off that I don't know. I guess the Young Bucks have have sucked sting into the bucks verse they also just hate the young bucks they also just hate the young bucks which is which is imagine hating fun um but you know but that is so far we're still several months out from that that is march 
third. I'm sure we're going to get some crazy shit like Samoa Joe versus Swerve or Samoa Joe versus Hangman or maybe Samoa Joe versus Swerve and Hangman. That'd be fucking that's, crazy. That's what I'm putting my money on. That that's what I'm putting my money on. That's why I'm giving an excuse for Swerve for uh, Joe to keep the title. Is oh, God. Yeah. A triple threat. A with triple threat and Hangman. with Hanger and with Hangman. Uh, I'm or that's how, or Swerve wins the title in the triple threat, and then they can do Swerve Hanger as a singles match. Well, double that's nothing. God. There's so much. There's so much going on with the world title in AEW right now. Just a sidebar. I have no idea what direction they're gonna go in, but I'm fucking pumped. Whatever it's gonna be, because I am super invested in all the like all the shit barreling for the world title right now. And honestly, honestly, Samoa Joe's fucking cold. I have I have come to have such a love for him, and him as AEW champion is not something that I would have like put my money on but i'm not i'm not upset that it happened uh he had a, he had an amazing thank fucking pre-tape honestly of first dynamite honestly thank god that adam cole was stupid and jumped off the stage <laughs> and Wait, hurt what? his ankle oh oh because he because he would because he would have won the belt instead of joe if he was healthy that's that's fair and i i also would have been into that but it is really fucking cool to have samoa joe AEW world champion be a thing uh mm-hmm. uh and 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 he's he's gonna if he's gonna take everything from anybody that comes for his belt. So you know, prepare to die. <laughs> so that is what's upcoming on in the world of wrestling these days. Hell yeah! So be sure to check all that out. Check out our coverage of any and all of that crazy shit on the Twitter. You know, we love to we we love to to talk about this stuff and share it with you guys. This is kind of our chance on the pod to talk a tiny bit about what's actually going on in the modern wrestling world. And also, you know, we like to tell all the noobs in our audience about what's going on for anyone who's interested in getting more invested in wrestling but not sure quite how to. The pay-per-views are always a really cool jumping on point, you know, Big matches happening, bound to be some good shit, uh, and and you know storylines finishing, storylines starting, uh, and and you know just generally we we like to do the coverage on the Twitter and keep keep in touch with the world of wrestling. So you know if you're a fan of 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 us rambling about wrestling, the voices carry over pretty solidly on the Twitter. We'll talk to you about all this shit, noobs, uh, noobs and Knox Pod at noobs and Knox Pod on the Twitter. Uh, of course, on top of that, if you want to get in more direct and long form contact with us, uh, you can email us at noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com that's noobs the word and this time knockouts pod at gmail.com uh you know come say hi to us tell us what you think about the show uh start discourse with us about how our hot takes are stupid or based or whatever uh either way just we love talking to people come say hi we would love to say hi back noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com and finally of course you can find us on our patreon we are also the noobs and knockouts podcast on patreon the link for that is in our twitter one dollar a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode shout out as always to a uh, friend of the show uh the sugar daddy kyle smith for his contribution and a uh, gaga austin we have an addition to our patreon and apparently have for the past for the for apparently have for the past couple months and neither of us noticed um uh shout out also to new friend of the show relatively new uh el lucha dad dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign our boy cam uh 
for for joining in on the Patreon as well. Here's your long belated shout out, buddy. I'm sorry it took so long. Thanks for telling me. Uh, <laughs> uh, this was my surprise to you, Austin. We have we have a Thanks. new subscriber Great. to the Patreon. We love you guys. Thank you all so thank you both so much for your support. Enjoy those perks if you want to enjoy our, the perks along with these distinguished gentlemen. Uh, be sure to head over to the Patreon. Just a single dollary do every month. Uh, you know, gets you some, some nice little perks and, and helps out the show tremendously. You know, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a tremendous boon on us. And Hey, if you want to give us more, you can, you know, I'm sure if we, we, our show keeps growing, we'll add more tears and then we'll see, we'll have to see, but, uh, but for now, uh, just any kind of support is a tremendous help to the show. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you to you guys, uh, who do support us. And, uh, if you're so inclined, feel free to hop on that Patreon noobs and knockouts podcast on Patreon. The link once again is in our Twitter. See you all next time. Hasta luego.